Are wait, are we on already? Yes. <laughs> oh shit! Let me save my game. <laughs> As I say, you know, we we can't keep using this copyrighted music. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> all right, all right. Why don't well, you just save the game? I I, I didn't know it. Was Okay. Anybody, everybody, <laughs> welcome to Subwoofer Entertainment Treehouse, a determinedly drunk, yeah. geeky, and cheerful podcast. We're wolves, and we house in a tree, and we entertain. That should drunk. <laughs> he makes noise, mostly randomly. I do it better. <laughs> that, that's debatable, but we'll have a contest about that later. We're here to bring you all the latest entertainment news. Set is a, it's a lot like a music appreciation class. We discuss certain topics, and then we see if people, or how people would react to them in different ways. So, I am Zach Gray, but the mastermind of Master of Ceremonies here is... I am Scarfy. How is everyone doing today? We also have... Cruz. Shit. Well, well, shit. Cruz will Cruz. not be doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cruz. Cruz. <laughs> Cruz. 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 And, that, and last but certainly not least, we have... Well, I'm so dumb. Shudra. <laughs> all right. And, uh... Kicking us off on this discussion is Scarfy. I just wanted to steal his thunder at the beginning because I'm a dick like that. So Scarfy, what are we doing? Well, today we have a oh bunch of stuff that we need to talk about because you have Bless no you. idea we have a ton of stuff uh, for the agenda today. Um, I just want to remind each and every one of you that we, that um, due to Zootopia being released on the weekend of, of uh, March 4th, its original re release date, we will not be having a show on March 6th because, unfortunately, I don't think a lot of people are going to be paying attention when so many people is going to be blowing up uh, on um, on Zootopia and paying attention to nothing else. However, to make up for that, we will be bringing a special guest with us to Subwoofer Entertainment Treehouse on the 13th. So mark your calendars for the 13th down. And this and the special guest could be anybody, and no one knows who the special guest is. It could be anyone. It could be, you know. This, I do. Well, it keep it a secret for the other people, Shuja. I was going to say, if no one knows who the special guest is, are we screwed? Like, if you don't know who the special guest is, Scarfy, and none of us do, then I think it's just a normal show. That or no, I'll, no, I'll some no I, I know who the special guest is, and I'm okay, going to be giving good. him the agenda, so okay. so he'll know everything what's going on. And yes, it's a heat. Fair enough. Um, fair enough. Yeah, right now, oh my gosh. Okay, so. Let's get into movies. Our first movie that we have is a film called London Has Fallen. It's a sequel that is coming to coming on, uh, I believe, March 4th as well. Yeah, a lot of things are coming on March 4th. I mean, I can't believe like so many movies are coming out uh, on March 4th and March 11th here. But anyways, London Has Fallen. Capping off from a polarizing sequel, Olympus Has Fallen, which I have never seen before. The film takes place in London. The British Prime Minister has died under mysterious circumstances, and his funeral is a must-attend event for leaders of the Western world. What starts out as the most protective event of Earth turns into a deadly plot to kill the world's most powerful leaders and unleash a terrifying vision of the future, except for, for the American President of the United States. The only hope of stopping it rests on the shoulders of the U.S. President Benjamin Asher, his formidable U.S. Secret Service lead, Agent Mike Banning, played by Gerard Butler, Vice President Alan Trumbull, played by Morgan Freeman, and a British M16 agent, played by Charlotte Riley, who rightly trusts no one. All in all, the film looks absolutely interesting, to say the least, but I can't help to think what the Joker has said in The Dark Knight has come true. 
if tomorrow I tell the press that like a gangbanger will get shot or a truckload of soldiers will be blown up, nobody panics. But it's all part of the plan. Enough. Old mayor will die. Well, then everyone loses their minds. But seriously, in all fairness, this film looks good to say the least, but I'm really surprised that this film is a sequel to Olympus Has Fallen. But to go from a North Korean point of terrorism to an Al-Qaeda point of terrorism between three years in a movie, yeah, I can see that. The movie will be released on March 4th. First of all, it's stuffy. You feel terrible. I will admit, I've seen so many memes of uh, everybody loses their freaking mind of uh, the Joker that I forgot what the original line was. Yeah. To this point, I heard like, Scarfy Death's like, oh crap, that is what the original is. Yeah, I, yeah. To be honest, like, I'm not even sure. I can't believe this is a sequel to Olympus Has Fallen. And don't get me wrong, I'm not bashing the film, but any at any time. But the fact that it has a sequel. Well, as I was gonna say, you haven't seen. You said you haven't seen Olympus Has Fallen, so I, I I haven't, and I'm not too sure if I'm gonna see this movie either. Maybe it'll be better than Olympus Has Fallen. Maybe it'll be worse. Maybe I should start watching Olympus Has Fallen. I'm not too sure, but you know what? Um, chat for recommendations. Well, I people really like Morgan Freeman apparently. So, um, yeah. and and Morgan Freeman, as we all know, is God. So Bruce Almighty, yeah, right. I, Bruce Almighty, I I I have so many good quotes from Bruce Almighty. People are drenched, soaking to death on a stupid boat with a stupid hat. <laughs> others are in a comfort <laughs> studio, sucking up all the glory. Oh well, stupid no big boat. deal. <laughs> No, Captain Ahab, your time has come. Oh, gosh. Well, Evan Almighty was awful. I'm sorry to say. Chris <laughs> Almighty was just too was well, just better. It's really hard to follow up anything Jim Carrey does. I, mean, I agree. I agree. And and don't get me wrong. I love I love Steve Carell. He's hilarious. But I'm sorry. Jim Carrey just kind of takes the cake. But I'm not too sure. Maybe it will be. What do you think? What do you think, uh, Zach? What do you think about this film? I I haven't heard. This is one of the ones that I have not heard a damn thing about. Um, it's interesting, like you said, just doing the whole terrorism from a different nationality than what uh, Amer like by and large America currently faces or puts more of its interest in, more of the stress on, because we we have had strained relations with other countries, obviously, and there is a lot of injustice and crazy shit and dictator there are dictatorships and. Plenty of countries, and North Korea has definitely got a long history of shit going down. But mm -hmm. I don't like personally; these type of movies usually aren't my thing. It sounds like it's gonna be more of a uh, slightly dramatic action thriller, from the sound of it. And yeah, it's, it's that's. I mean, sometimes they're nice, but I think the closest I get to any sort of action thriller, anything, because I'm a complete Euro nerd, is uh, Doctor Who. And otherwise, I'm just usually I usually don't find them that interesting. But you know, you slap a Doctor Who label on it, and I'm usually there. So you can post your love and hate for that fact as you like in the chat. I don't care either way. It's not going to change what I do. But everyone's entitled to their opinion. I'm just not a huge uh, action movie guy normally. Not yeah, since like yeah. Bruce Willis was a big. I think back when Bruce Willis was still a star, was the last time I was well, watching action. Well, movies. Bruce Willis is actually amazing. Yeah, but, you know. Bruce Willis made that genre. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> well, what do you think, Chris? What do you think about this film? Uh, usually, I'm, I, I, like, I'm a fan of these movies, but I, you know, they're not meant to be. They're not really like impactful to me. But I just mm -hmm. do it for the enjoyment of them. So I'm just, I'm gonna go probably try to see this one because you know it's a good time and enjoying you know watching shit blow up 
I mean, right. Doesn't enjoy that. There but, you go. Uh, and course, uh, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman is awesome. I mean, it looks like it's going to be in, uh, a wild ride. Right. How about you, Shuja? Are you going to see this film? Well, first of all, I'm going to get one thing out of the way. You are terrible at the Joker. Second, <laughs> come on, come Damn. on. Damn. All you, right. expect him, you expect him to be Heath Ledger? <laughs> oh, man. Secondly, you get my hopes up, but as soon, uh, when you keep talking about a film, you just kill my home. Because like I, for the second day, I thought this kind of like one of the movie come out in like 2012 or 13 about like the world come to an end, alien show up, and the end of the world. It's like London has fallen. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Hmm. So you thought it was like a redo of that? Terrorism does like ah fuck. Oh. <laughs> Nope, not my kind of thing. Yeah, okay. That's fair. All right, well, well, uh, should we get on with our next film then? Sure. All right. Our next film is a film called The Other Side of the Door, which is a horror, a psychological horror film. Uh, After the death of her son, Oliver, young mother Maria struggles with the loss along with her feelings toward her daughter, Lucy, and her husband, Michael. Seeking a ritual to say a final farewell farewell to Oliver, Maria meets an old woman who says that uh, she says that she can see her son back at a temple, but she's apparently not allowed to open the door for whatever that means. She sees him, but he says he has to go until one is shocked. She inadvertently opens the door between the worlds of the living and the dead, unleashing a horrific figure in the form of her son. Mm-hmm. The trailer, in my honest opinion, was beautifully executed. The paint, the pacing, the editing, the colors, everything pops in this trailer. And while I wasn't scared from seeing it, it may be the film I'd actually want to go see because the trailer had me sold on it. And personally, I cannot wait. The movie will be released on March 4th. It sounds a lot like most of the J-horror stuff. I mean, just from the way you set it up, it sounds like something I'd expect to be from like most... uh... I, I, like, admittedly, it has nothing to do with this game, I'll admit. But my first thing that I thought of was, um, God, what's that movie called? Uh, not movie, sorry, that game. Uh, the F- Fatal Frame? Yeah, you know, I was it's thinking like, you are going to mention that. Yeah, like, it, it reminded me a lot of that, just, you know, without the creepy twin sister and all that. But still, it's, oh. but it was... It, looked, it sounds interesting. I'm I'm not a huge horror fan. And when I was younger, I used to be scared of them, like, properly, and I never enjoyed the feeling of being scared. And now, for anyone ever watched Mystery Science Theater 3000, I do that whenever I watch horror movies, so people hate watching horror movies with me because I'm just making fun of them. So, but it sounds... I like... I think I would like it as a book. I like. I think it's a cool story, but I, oh. I, I have no interest in seeing it. So. Oh, really? You yep. don't have any seen the movie i mean like i i i like the intro at the beginning it looked beautiful to say the least but right. then like when it quickly goes like where everything goes to hell it like it just intrigued it just made me all the more intrigued what do you what do you think cruz uh i haven't heard of this horror movie but it i don't know it kind of reminds me of uh the woman in black in a way like how it's you know you're not supposed to go to this place and then and once you go to this place, you find out there's a lot of shit going on. Yeah. And, but it definitely seems like an interesting setup to me, at least. 
I'm not, I'm going to laugh right now. I, I love what Shudder just said. The other side of the door, there is something spooky and horrific on the other side. A dude sitting on the throne. Ah, shit. <laughs> you know um i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say right now like i i do think that this film looks a horror film looks great um but uh what do you think about this movie uh uh shucha you know the bad guy the one who's like supposed to be a ghost looked a lot like johnny Depp. <laughs> the bad guy in, in, this, the, in the film in yeah the film? it's just like oh my god is that johnny Depp? <laughs> really okay i oh, just watch the trailer that's look like Johnny though. Hold on. No, really. Oh yeah, I gotta see it. <laughs> Wait, is there like an image that you can send to the people? Because this actually sounds intriguing. Uh, I don't know if I can screen capture that fast. I'll try if you want to. Oh, to no, 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 no. If we have to move on, it's fine. It's yeah. just that I'm wondering. I want to know, like, you know, if it's like something that should be mentioned or, you know. I don't think uh, it we'll looks like it. Well, like... And another thing, I'm never a really big fan of horror movie. Oh, okay. Because, well, one is for my family side, because my mom really believes in this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like every time I turn on a horror movie, I say, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, please, mom, not show up. She show up. No, I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, it's just like at the end of every like movie, I just have to listen to less than. Oh yeah, she's one of those. I know. I know the feeling. Yeah, I. I, Extra. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I just I can't stand those people who just want to get in your business when you don't want them to be in your business. All right, here's the image. I just put the image up in a very like. Jack Sparrow with even more drinking and even more dirty way, I guess. I, I that's that's sort of what I'm seeing it as. If, if this is the right, uh, it kind of looks, uh, it kind of looks like Johnny Depp, but I don't really. But see Johnny Depp also much. can change his like change how he looks, moves, and act. Like I will say one thing: I, I don't mean to fawn over him, but he does a fantastic job taking on different roles. Like I'm always impressed. He is a human Johnny Depp by what? Yeah, Johnny Depp does. It's like yeah, that's that's quick. You know, you know my whole stance on Johnny Depp. I know. Because same role every time, but he does same role every time, but he does a damn good job doing it. (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, like I granted, I have that same argument with Brad Pitt. I think Brad Pitt, except for in Snatch, he's always played the same character to me. Um, But Johnny Depp, like just knowing the different movies I've seen him in, because I've seen him in, you know. Pirate, like obviously the Pirates movies, obviously Sweeney Todd. There's a whole bunch of other ones. I saw him. What's the one where he was chasing Jack the Ripper and he was a detective? I forgot. I can't remember. But he's done just like he... I never, for the longest time, in Sleepy Hollow, like, I didn't realize the first time I watched those movies it was the same actor because I didn't know who Johnny Depp was. I didn't even recognize him. And then people Have you ever seen Ed Wood? Ed Wood? Yes. No, I haven't. You should because he does a terrific job playing Ed Wood. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyway, um, moving on, uh, our next film uh, is a film that I think should really interest Zach in a way. It's called Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Yeah, I was waiting for this. Daffy, that's stereotype. <laughs> it's not a stereotype. He's not a fox. He just really likes booze. I do. Wait, he's, he's referring to whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But anyway, uh, if you don't know, if you under, if you're trying to understand what why this film is called Whiskey Tango Foxtrot, it's a basically it's a code, you know, sort of way of typing naval code for, for naval code for WTF, basically. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, it's an upcoming American comedy war film directed by Glenn Ficarra and John Requa and written by Robert Carlock, based on the memoir The Taliban Sh- Shuffle: Strange Days in Afghanistan and Pakistan. And while working as a war correspondent in Afghanistan and Pakistan during Operation Enduring Freedom, Kim Barker, Tina Fey, develops a crazy crazy relationship with a fellow journalist from Scotland, Martin Freeman. The film also stars Kim Barker. The film also stars Margot Robbie, Christopher Abbott, Billy Bob Thornton, Alfred Molina, Nicholas Braun, and Sheila Van. It is scheduled to be released by Paramount Pictures. And upon looking at this film, I thought it was kind of going to be one of those like art house films that would have been nominated for an Academy Award. But as I look at this film, I'm both surprised and humored by it. Like, it has also comedic value in that people actually have gone to a place like Afghanistan and has also talked about their experiences as well. But in all fairness, I, I, I think there are certain values to it when it comes to in real life journalist perspective or a place like Afghanistan and especially on the world of terrorism and whatnot. I don't know. I don't know about you, Zach. What do you think? I think that a lot of these movies about like that just sort of further delve into the stuff going on with, uh, or both hy- hypothetical and relatable events of terrorism and terrorist issues. By the way, I just realized that I have not switched over. There we go. Our little image from stream starting soon to, uh, the contact info. So I'd like oh. to take a brief moment to say that, apologies for that, of course, we have started for anyone who's here, but if you, oh, we have bits later where, um, well, yeah. We're starting. <laughs> I was say, if we have parts later where we, of course, love, <laughs> where we love we feedback. We still haven't started yet. Oh, are you I done? Are you done? Are, are yeah. you? Are, are you done? Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> Sorry. I'm sorry. It's anyway. Oh, gosh. But so oh, we have God. this open. So we have an email address for questions later and a Twitter where you can reach us as well. So that's what yeah. that is for. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, please, please, by, please, if you guys could just be kind and follow uh, follow us on Telegram. We also have a Tumblr account. Um, I mean, not Telegram. Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, and you can also follow our Tumblr account, which is Subwoofer Entertainment as well. You can also send us an email uh, that we can read on uh, subwooferentertainment at gmail.com. We would love to hear your input. Uh, please please do that if you if you have any questions that you want to ask us personally. Um, so uh, you were saying, Zach, yeah, about this. Um, basically, a lot of these movies of you know terrorism and everything have been coming out more and more, and they'll, they've been... I noticed that it's been a bigger and bigger thing with, uh, you know, the 9-11 attacks onwards, attack onwards. It's it's always going to be a thing that America has been focusing on. We've been focusing on terrorist-related films before there's ever that huge incident. But, I don't know, I've, I feel like it's slowly getting, even no matter how many ways you, like, try to frame... I, to me, it seems like it's always the same content, sort of the same story, even when you change up the characters. So no matter how much garnish or framing or quality checks you do with an apple, by the end of the day, it's still an apple. So I feel like we're just getting the same thing over and over with these movies. Speaking so, of speaking of Apple, it's like polish yeah, a turd. It's still. A I kind of I kind of find it interesting when it comes to like terrorism. Now that we bring up terrorism up, exactly, it's kind of interesting how, you know, um, how 
uh, Tim Cook from Apple says that creating this one code to open this one phone is basically a para para paradox uh, box or whatever. Wait, what are you talking about? You mean you haven't heard about what's going on with Apple and the um, FBI? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Nope. Yeah, well, for those of you who don't know, it's basically um, there's this, like, thing going on with Apple, and they're trying to hook up this one code to this one phone so that they can get information on, like, terrorism and stuff. But Apple is basically saying, no, we cannot do that because it's a Pandora's box. Once it is created, it cannot be destroyed. So, yeah. you know, it's it's yeah. kind of like a person opening a tree, making it's a tree. It's going to bite us in the ass later. Yeah, exactly. So, you know what? I totally respect his decision on it. Um, but, you know, that's just me. Anyway, uh, Cruz, what do you think about this film and comedy and terrorism and all that? <laughs> Two words that don't uh, normally go together. Sorry. I know, right? <laughs> Funny. No. That's the only thing I could say. That's horrible. <laughs> but um, I have not seen the trailer. I've heard of this one. Uh, I mean, the, tr the, the title looks pretty... What the fuck with official uh, you know, nasal code comment. letters. So, yeah. no, I think it's going to be more of like a not what's not sacrilegious but like taking what originally would think would be revered with respect as something that's comical like mm. a comical experience in context of like you know some place like afghanistan which i mean yeah it could be funny right what do you think about this film shuja It's always that mm, from you. <laughs> she just? It's a sucking noise. Well, what do you think about this movie? Well, you say it's only mm, from me, so I'm just going to say quiet then. <laughs> That's not what I mean. It's you just touched like... a nerve. All right. Well, <laughs> do you, do you, no, seriously, do you have anything to say about this movie? I don't. No, because one, I really never interest in like war, war kind of film, but mm. comedy and war, that just sound a little bit too strange for me. Me I love you a long time. time. <laughs> I don't know who said that of you two, but I'm shaming you both now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is, wow. Oh man, that's. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> gonna move on from that. Yeah, I said it. Uh, shame, shame. All right. Uh, I guess our next. Hey, is there a problem? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, our uh, next. Uh, well, it's not a film per se, but it is very uh, key keynoting keynoting for interest. Um, House of Cards Season 4 will be released on March 4th as well. Man, a lot of stuff is coming out on March 4th. The next season of House of Cards will debut on Netflix for those who carry it. The series stars Kevin Spacey as Frank Underwood, a ruthless political leader, as well as Robin Wright as his wife, discussing and pointing out the political loopholes that put certain people into power. Unfortunately, there is not much I can talk about 
this one because I have only seen an X amount of episodes regarding the series, and since it's a continuing series, I can't spoil it much. But I think the trailer may interest you if you like. I know Esto's a big fan of the series, so I'm pretty sure you might be if you love politics as much as the other guy. So, yeah, uh, I'm not too sure if you guys are a House of Cards or if you watch it on Netflix. I'm not even sure if um, there are some people who have Netflix, but, you know, just not too sure. Yeah, so. my family is Netflix. I've seen, I think, seasons one and two. I enjoyed it uh, pretty much. Oh, you like because... House of Cards? Cool. I've enjoyed what I've seen so far. I haven't watched it any time recently, but... I think season one and two I watched. I watched up to the part where Frank was elected president, I think. No, Spoiler it's, alert. It's pretty interesting. Hey. You're a fan of the Cousins. series? Because either I see it. If it's spoiled for anybody, then apologies, but that's on you. It's apparently on Netflix, so you can apparently go see it your damn self. But, yeah. It's been out there for quite a while. I think you could have found it by I'm surprised now. they're only on season four. Like, I remember <laughs> hearing about the series for what feels like years and years now. It's like, they're only it's on season well, four. For a long well, believe it or not, there's actually, like, this... Um, british uh house of cards that we never watch but personally because you know um apparently <laughs> Kevin's, kevin spacey is so handsome to watch in well, terms of his acting we've learned we've learned yeah. something new about Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey's what, what what are you talking about tell us more about your infatuation with this actor happy <laughs> <laughs> you worry me sometimes <laughs> oh dear kevin spacey I mean, Shija, do you have Netflix and do you even watch House of Cards or no, not really? Um, I do have Netflix, but yes. This longest um was brought to you by Subwoofer Entertainment. I'm not really getting to like most of the show on Netflix because one, I have schoolwork, and two, mm -hmm. I only like when stuff have fluffiness in it. <laughs> okay. Like, like I can say, yeah, politics is not very fluffy. <laughs> that, that is true. There's not enough. Can we all agree there's not enough fluffiness in politics? Can that just Yeah, there, there is not enough fluffiness in politics. Well, I do know some what? political science majors who happen to be furries and are political who are also atheists, you know. But you know what? You know, it's kind of interesting. This is not against any of you guys who listen to this, but I don't think Furry would make a good politician. Depends that on just, who, but yeah. That, that depends on who it is. Like, if there's, like, a Furry... No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. If there's, like, a furry version of Donald Trump, then no, of course not. No, 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 no. Are we well, suggesting that we elect a furry Congress? Yes. <laughs> well, well, yes. Definitely. Just like how we should elect Fleischer Fox as the chairman of Anthrocon. Yep. I mean, Anthrocon. <laughs> All right, so Shudra, why, what, what's your... Finish that thought. Well... Um, I lost my train of thought. Eh. No. The next one um, arrives at about, like, uh, 8.15, so... Oh, well. Well, I might as... Well, we might as well uh, go with our, our, with our next movie. Our next movie is a film called uh, Ten, Clo uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane. It's a upcoming science fiction film, uh, mystery thriller, and it's directed by uh, Dan Trachenberg. I don't get it either, but it's not. But it just doesn't go to say that it's also produced by J.J. Um, Abrams. 
The film is written by jo- by Josh Campbell, Matthew Stuckin, and and Damien Chazelle, and stars Mary Elizabeth Weinstead, John Goodman, and John Gallagher Jr. The film started oh, as a the film started as a script titled The Cellar, but during production under Bad Robot Productions, it evolved to become what producer J.J. Abrams described as a blood relative of the 2008 film Cloverfield. After surviving a car accident, a woman wakes up in an underground cellar where most of the film takes place. She fears she has been abducted by a survivalist who tells her he saved her life and that a worldwide chemical attack has left Earth's surface uninhabitable. Uncertain what to believe, she decides she must escape no matter what dangers she may face outside. At first from seeing it, I thought it was like an escape from hellhole type story, but <laughs> after watching the trailer and realizing that there is something big I out there, and I, it was, uh, I am wondering exactly how this film is going to play out. I mean, I really like John Goodman and the fact that he is still acting is fantastic so i'm kind of wondering if jj abrams is trying to turn you know cloverfield which a lot of people thought was his magnum anus into a magnum opus but only time will tell and the film is set to be released on march 11th uh 2016 so uh what, were, then, you gonna, what were you gonna wait, say Cruz? would that make it an escape from butthole story magnum anus? <laughs> yeah, just i just had to do that but first it kind of I was I was watching this trailer and I thought it looked exactly like a book I read, The Compound, which was same oh. concept that there was a nuclear apocalypse that you know left everything uninhabitable and that turned out that it was all staged. Right, right, right. Yeah, I've I've seen a lot of video games that <clears throat> have a similar plot, whether there actually is destruction and mayhem and you know all that outside where you're trapped. <laughs> or if it's all just being told to you, uh, I've seen I've seen a couple games I found pretty cool. But who's laughing? laughing? Did who's you laughing? just now get the joke? Uh, I, I suppose. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm also pretty sure that Opus Anus is actually a, an adult movie. It sounds like one. I said oh, Magnum uh, Anus into an anus. Well, no, Magnum was the actor, but I'm pretty right. sure Opus Anus was one of the, was a movie. <laughs> hmm. Anyway, but... So what do you think about this film, Zach? Like I said, I, I've heard more games about this sort of stuff. Um, it was, Boy, I mean, it's interesting. Pull it out. Uh, I, I was so so with Cloverfield. Like, if it's anything like Cloverfield, it's going to be like... I mean, it's a it's a cool perspective based film. That's the thing that Cloverfield was. And this is sort of that person's perspective. I guess they're holding a digital recorder in their hand while they're doing all this, and like like uh, they're you see how they're going through all this. If it's not from their perspective and it's just as a movie, it's I don't know if that'd be better or worse. I don't. Did you see if it's that same thing where it's all coming from like a, a held cam camera or something, or if it's all like a proper properly done? No, movie? no, no, no. It's properly shot. It's proper. Yeah, like I mean, the, there's only there's it's only certain like films that are like style. there's there's only like certain film styles where you know like the actual uh, shots of a camera is done to a point where it's acceptable and you know personally enjoyable by the viewer. Like, for instance, um, Chronicle is all shot with a uh, a what uh, with a uh, camera, but it's done in a way like to make it so that you know the viewer what's going on and it's not blurred by anything but it's actually really really well done i'm not sure if you saw it but i liked it but you know um 
what do you think about this movie? Uh, like, because what do you think about this movie, Zachary? Unless you already like, you know. I I mean, it seems like it'd be interesting. Uh, I definitely wouldn't mind watching it. Does that mean I'm gonna go out to go see it when it films? Not necessarily, but it's not. I don't. I like. I think it'd be kind. It'd be interesting, but I've also again heard this story before i've heard this it's, uh cruz mentioned he uh, the book the compound which i've heard of that book but i've never actually read it and uh i've just had a couple of video games i've played where that's actually like this exact story is pretty much the case there's one where you're like held in a prison and the world around you is like all screwed up and you have to do these specific things to try and keep yourself safe in the compound you're in plus like you're getting letters in the outside world telling you people are dying. Some other ones telling you, no, it's all a lie. Don't believe it. Blah, blah, blah. And it's weird. So it's, it's a cool concept, but for me, I I've, I've been there, done that. I would have got the t-shirt, but they're out. So, you know, um, what do you think about this movie? Uh, I survived watching this movie. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think about this movie? Shuja? Well, for one, at first, when I watched the trailer, it kind of looked like fallout game to me. Kind of. I see that. Really? Like everyone is saying oh, that this movie is yeah. gonna be like a game. I don't understand. Like it's kind of like a survival game. It's like well, it's, oh my god. I guess it's, it's the survival. same concept. Oh yeah. Uh, Zach, it's kind of like Far Cry, but worse. Far Cry? Ah uh, yeah. Um. Well, Far Cry. Far, Far Cry is back in the song age, but it's kind of yeah. like Far Cry, but like apocalypse. Well, Far. the thing about Far Cry and Fallout, you get to explore an open, burnt-down world. This one, you're trapped in a room, and you're assuming they're telling you the truth, and the world is in utter chaos. Like, it could be... Who the fuck knows? So. I mean, it's kind of interesting. It's like there, this this lady goes out of the... He, she escapes, you know, and like... And it immediately cuts to black, so it's like, what is going on here? I want to I wanna know what this is about. Yeah. So, you know right. what? Like... It might be a film that I think is might worth seeing. I am not too sure. Um, I think it'd be a good film to see. I just don't know. Uh, just because I've heard this story done before, I, it's nothing new to me. But that doesn't mean yeah. it's going to be bad. I would definitely be interested in seeing it, but we'll see. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, uh, what do you think about this movie, Shuja? Unless you already told me. Well, like I said, it's kind of like survival. I, I can see it's why it's going to be like people say it's going to be made into a game because it's kind of like role play survival type game. Right. Uh, and we, we have to admit that kind of game is like yeah. booming on the market right now. Like mm-hmm. Fall Guy and Fallout 4 and blah, blah, blah. It's booming like terrorist based films are booming out this week, apparently. No, well, Ooh, well, um, enough about that film. Uh, our next film that we have... Wait, what is it? Just... Nothing. <laughs> I was going to say, this is, this so is just Shujo by now. Shujo is just, just very adorable. Anyway, our next film is called uh, The Brothers Grimsby, and it's an upcoming British spy action film uh, directed by Louis Leterrier and written by Sasha Barra Cohen, Phil Johnston, and Peter Bainham. Dimwitted Nobby, played by Sasha Barra Cohen, lives in an English fishing town with his loving girlfriend, Rebel Wilson, and nine children. For the last 28 years, he's been searching for his long-lost brother, played by Mark Strong. When the two finally reunite, Nobby finds out that, that his sibling is a top M16 assassin who's just undercovered a sin- sinister plot. Wrongfully accused on the run, his brother now realizes that he needs Nobby's help to save the world and prove his innocence. 
The film looks funny because Sasha has a knack for playing interesting if bizarre and convoluted roles. Unfortunately for me, when it comes to his acting, I feel as if he's always playing Sasha Baron Cohen, like not an actual character, kind of like how Johnny Depp plays the same goofy roles. But if this film actually is funny, I may in fact go see it because British humor has proven time and time again to be a lot more funny than American humor. I think so, at least. I'm not too sure if there was ever a time where American humor could British, be funny. British but, humor, you know. well. I would argue, well, George Carlin is single-handedly yes. our hero. And I love Robin Williams. Stuff. A lot of his stuff is good. Um, uh, yeah, this, I mean, like, I will admit one thing is I do honestly love uh, British humor. It's usually a lot drier um, from what I find a lot of times. It's a lot more matter-of-fact uh, than American yeah, humor. It's a lot more blatant. Yeah, but... American humor is meant to be a lot more, like, raunchier. Yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. And unless they're doing slapstick, in which case the two are pretty tantamount to similar. <laughs> but I agree. The movie looks interesting. Um, I mean, it looks it looks funny. I mean, like there's this like scene where uh, his brother is injected. The the agent has like poison somewhere in his um, scrotum, and like he has oh, to like, God. and his brother has to suck it out or whatever. Right. Yeah. I remember oh, that. And it's just no. like, Oh God. That scene, the, the way they set up that scene that was so hilarious. It's like, all right, right. you're stuck out the poison or I'll be, or I'm going to die. All right. Like, what would seconds. you like written on your tombstone? Suck it. All right. Now what font would you like? That? <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay. Suck that was really good. Font. That was quick. Yeah. That was really good. <laughs> he told on his tombstone. He told me to suck it. <laughs> so, um, what do you think about this movie, Zach? Uh, it looks funny. Um, I was not a fan of, uh, well, hold on. That's not necessarily true. Uh, Borat, I never got the chance to see. Um, and I hear it was really good. I only had issues with it because I hadn't seen it and I never did see it because by the end of it, everyone was just quoting that movie relentlessly. In Wait, what, what movie? Like Borat or? Borat, yeah. So that yeah. he was Wait, Sasha, Sasha Barrett Cohen was in Borat? Uh -huh. Oh, I'm. Yep. Well, I mean, like, Borat is kind of one of those films where it's only good if you have other people watch it. Like, you can't, like, watch it by yourself, is what I heard. Like, it kind of, like, takes the fun act, fun factor yeah. out of it. You have, and it to, you becomes... have to have somebody beside right. you to poke and laugh with. I it's kind of one of those films where you have to have people in order to watch it in order to be a lot more funny than it already is. Right. But, I mean, for my thing, me, like I said, yeah. I didn't... What are you talking about that for? Say what? <laughs> I tried Deadpool mm -hmm. the other day. Wait, uh -huh. you saw Deadpool? Cool. And and then I kind of admit, watching alone by myself is not that funny when I watch it with my friend. Yeah, no, I can exactly. see that. I think that's no, true no, for totally. a, lot of, a lot of movies, though. It's like, especially if it's something comedic, it's, it's better to enjoy with others than by yourself. That being said, though, the reason I didn't watch Borat wasn't necessarily because I thought it was going to be a bad movie. I just... I got so sick of hearing people imitating that voice over and over and over again. I was like, I have no interest in seeing this movie. All of you people around me. Because I think it came out back when I was like just starting college or maybe late into high school. I can't remember which one it was, but it, it, it drove me nuts. And there's another movie he was in that I did see that I didn't really care for him. I think that was part of the reason I didn't want to see Borat. But I can't remember wow. what movie that was. Anyway, Cruz. I think I think there he Sasha Baron Cohen's an interesting person because he always plays like these weird convoluted roles. Like he played, he was a character in Les Misérables, and whenever I see Sasha Baron Cohen, I just see him play Sasha Baron Cohen. Mm -hmm. But you know, so he's like a Neil Patrick Harris type guy. 
I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, he was in Borat. Um, he was in Bruno. But he was in that. That's a movie I was thinking. The Dictator. That's what I saw him in, and that was that was all right. Yeah, just wasn't great. That's who that I was. I was wondering. I was sure I knew who that guy was. Sasha Baron. Yep. Yeah, I think. I think with someone like Mark Strong is more meant to be serious, like the dummy and then serious mm-hmm. the, that comedy where they clap that's thoroughly enjoyable i think? agree um but uh but yeah uh what do you think about this movie do you think it's gonna be good or me yeah uh i'm not sure but uh my hopes for what i know about bringing british comedy you know i think this is at least gonna be some at least to be uh get a few good laughs out of this one i agree what do you think about what do you think about this movie, Shuja? Every time people hear me talk, it's not to laugh. <laughs> what? Okay, about this movie, I like it. When I watched the, the trailer, trailer, thank you. Yeah. Uh, because kind of like it's kind of like a spin around two characters. One is so goofy, uh, goofy and joke around a lot, and one is way too serious, like take a chill, man. Uh huh. Uh, I kind of like it, but like, like I said, I don't really understand most of the joke. Like, if you like try to tell me a joke, you have to like break it down to the basic level. Mm. It's like if if it's not something I know of, I just like people are laughing. I said, I guess. Right, yeah. The quick, the wordplay, like wordplay, just once again, the very dry, blatant, but also quick humor that happens with a lot of uh, English stuff that I've seen is it takes a while to get used to sometimes. So I can definitely see that. I agree. Um, well, I guess we should move on to our next film. And wait, 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 wait. Before that, okay. Explain to me what what you say American humor and British humor. Explain to me. What's the difference? Well, British humor t- uh, tends to be a little bit more raunchy. Like when when it comes to British humor, you can get away with a lot more stuff because of cultural differences. With American humor, like you can't really get away with like nudity per se because you know nudity. When we see nudity, it's like oh, a person's naked. We don't want to see that. But with British humor, it's kind of like it's kind of like the Adam and Eve you know sort of way. We just see a person. Oh, they're naked. Okay. Like, you know, that's how we came out of the body. So, you know what? I don't care. I, I don't get that as much as them, actually. I always got it just British was a lot more like, what is that in the background? Yeah, what is that yeah, in the background? That is my friend's, that is my roommate's phone. Oh, okay. That's fine. Oh, but, no, that's fine. Anyway, so for me, it's always that British was just a lot more like dry and blatant. It wasn't really so much that was raunchier, uh, especially with a lot of, uh, a lot of just advertisement weird stuff. Like, there's a lot of jokes about sex and stuff like that in American culture, as much as there is British. I see that a lot, a, a lot the same. But like American, I think weirdly enough, my uh, for those of you who know who Zomaga Shiny is, um, Shiny put it best when he was actually talking about the difference. The weird thing about um, not even American and British comedy, but American and British uh, film is that a lot of stuff in British media, the the protagonist, the hero, 
he doesn't have to be the best. He's always a much more flawed character, and he doesn't always necessarily get to win. So the yeah, kind of like huh? kind of like um, Simon Pegg from uh, Hot Fuzz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, like in a lot of British humor, and just me in general, it's like it's not necessarily that the guy you're you're viewing is going to win everything. And in fact, a lot of times, like craps sort of like shitting on him a lot and he just sort of like rolls through the punches and does things that are relatable these are things like yeah he's he kind of got like you know screwed over yeah that's i i've known this awkward situation that he's in how it's very weird and difficult to deal with whereas in american humor you know you get the pe person who's sort of like one extreme or the other they're either really goofy and weird and crazy and they sort of like come off on top because they have this is carefree or devil may care i guess attitude and blase sense about things and they just sort of go about doing weird crap or they always like win it's always like about in a lot of american culture it's always about like winning the the protagonist has to be the one that everything works out for all the time and i think that i don't know how true that's, that is but pretty accurate yeah that's what it seems like whenever i see them i mean Ch Chad, who's ever listening, if anyone's from england they'll probably blow up at me but that's what i've seen well, then again, a lot of English people, like British people, kind of blow us, blow at us for like having stereotypes about them. But you know, some of those stereotypes actually kind of turn out to be a little bit true. Not all of them, but nope. some of them. Same thing with American stereotypes that the rest of the world has. So, I agree. Yep. All right. Um, our next film uh, is a film that I am personally excited for, and I think a, a lot of anime fans are excited. Uh, about it's called the boy and the beast and i'm pretty sure a lot of you have heard about this film uh shuja i heard is especially excited about this film it's directed by japanese animator mamoru hosoda director of uh the girl who left through time and summer wars i'm not too sure if you saw oh, some God, wars, summer you... wars Sorry. summer wars was really good and i really appreciate mamoru hosoda who has now become the new hayao miyazaki Basically, this film tells about a boy who is from the human world where a beast kingdom dwells dominion over the human that, that sounds familiar. Anyways, <laughs> uh, apparently it's oh, about a boy. Like transfer from being a human into a furry. Oh. Wait, wait. Apparently wait, 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 wait. Stop dude. Oh, wait. Cool. Did you watch the trailer? Every freaking non human in the, is a furry. Uh okay. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Even they demon, they're still fluff. Okay, well <laughs> let me get on let me get to the plot. Anyways, it's about a boy who goes who it's goes right. to train with a beast named Kumatetsu. And honestly, I can't really give much away here because I'm a diehard fan of Mamado Hosoda's work. Um chances are if you like Hayao Miyazaki, you will absolutely adore this film because especially if you saw Summer Wars, which Mamado Hosoda also directed. Studio Chizu has a knack for making great films, such as um, this uh, this film, uh, apparently, um, Summer Wars, The Girl Who Left Who Left Through Time, Wolf Children, not a big fan of the ending, unfortunately, but I did appreciate yeah. what it was. Studio, you know, I, so I hope this film actually does a good job. Uh, yeah. I hope he actually does a good job with this one. What do you think, Zach? Um, actually, yeah, it sounds like I, I'd like to hand it over to Shudra if he still had some comments to make. Cause it sounds like Shudra had a lot to say before I, I talk about anything. Did you did you have stuff you want to say, well, Shudra? Well, first of all, Scuffy, you are dead to me because you don't like uh, Wolf Children ending. <laughs> I don't know you anymore. Wait, wait, Wolf Children's ending? You just mentioned it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I 
I'm not a big fan of Wolf's Children's Ending. I don't. I yeah, can't. Of like you are dead to me now. Well, I'm sorry. I can't really get over that ending. And without and uh, just to let you know, I don't want to spoil anyone who has seen this, uh, who hasn't seen Wolf Children. But honestly, I'm not a big fan of the ending. But maybe you are. So we'll just leave it at that. Um, what what else do you have to say, Shuja? Well, for the boy on the beach, I'm kind of like. First of all, it's not really because of the who, the director name got me into into this movie because oh, great another movie from him. Yeah, he he's famous now. We're just making him more famous. Right. That's no big deal. That's not a big of a surprise. Anyway, uh, I like the fact story. I, I like I said, I like movie that have a good story. Right. And this one is kind of like, yeah, somehow related to like, to my point of view, like most of the fandom, because like we are weird one, and we are not the one that like being accepted in this like when we small. So that's why we turn to another corner of the like of the world to find where we belong. Right. Something like that. That's why I like the story, but that's maybe not the main idea mm-hmm. of this movie. But I have to watch this when it comes out. I already know I'm gonna watch this. I was gonna say you better have something to say about it because you were uh, you're the one who mentioned earlier. If it's not furry, you're not interested, and it's it, it it's getting pretty fuzzy up in here. Yup. If um, it ain't got fluff, I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> if, I, if I ain't got food, I ain't interested in it. But, but seriously, Shisha, what do you think about... So are you really excited for The Boy and the Beast? Not as much as Utopia, though. Right, well, we'll, get right, to, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to that. But seriously, what do you think about this film? Well... Uh, how how do you want me to say it? If uh, you want me to review the actor and the well, I I just want to like I just want you to like give your takes like give your thoughts on it. Like, what do you see when you see this film besides fluffy animals and all that stuff? Not, not, not like I say, like like I say, it's kind of like for one way for you, like That's people trying to find a place where he belongs because. If you don't find if you don't find somewhere you belong, light doesn't have any meaning behind it. Yeah. To me, that is. Yeah, I see what you mean. That's really yeah. That's deep. Do I get deep on a stamp? Okay. Yeah. It's not. I don't want to go that deep, but like <laughs> like when you find the place where you belong, you just seem like you'll be more happy when you wake up every morning. I'm doing, I'm doing my best not to make a joke of the fact that you keep saying you're part fox, but you just use the phrase "I don't want to go that deep." Something doesn't matter up there, but yeah, Shuja, Shuja's a wolf, people. I just <laughs> oh, shut up, shut up. And there's your proof right there. <laughs> he, go deep. He, he is a wolf, so Scuffy, we talk about this. Let's not bring this back up again. And uh, you didn't ignore this like one week ago. No, you know, I didn't. You're both pretty. Now, Cruz, what are your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I think as far as this type of movie, I think the only ones I've seen are the uh Spirited away and what? What's his face's castle thing? I well, that's Hayao. Mi- well, that's Hayao Miyazaki. This film is directed by Mamoru Hosoda. Yeah, so that's like the same kind of film. So yeah, I I remember I watched this a long time ago, and I really enjoyed them. And uh, again, I have to say this would be something I definitely enjoyed too because uh, more recently, I guess I've been into anime uh 
trying to watch Wolf's Rain. Our TV is stupid, but anyways. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one, too. Nice. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. What do you think, Zach? I mean, from what I've seen, it looks good. Um, I I know everyone's claimed this is the next Hayao Miyazaki, which is awesome, especially for this artistic director, because, I mean, it means, hey, I don't... I, I When you're labeled as something like that, it's pretty... You're pretty well secure for the rest of your days of going into history. So... Mm-hmm. I think it looks good. It's definitely something I'd enjoy seeing. Admittedly, I don't know if I'll get the chance to, but if I do, I'll definitely go watch it. Um, overall, though, when that phrase, like the next Hayao Miyazaki, doesn't mean much to me. I've seen some Hayao Miyazaki films, and they're always fantastic, but it just doesn't, I guess it doesn't resonate with me in the same way as it does, sort of like in the same way Disney resonates with a lot of people, where it's just that well, feeling of it's like, this is my 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 childhood, my nostalgia, my like. Some people get really into that, and same with Hayao Miyazaki. It's like I everything about him is amazing. And don't get me wrong, the dude has mad talent. I just it just hasn't synced up to me on a like emotional level the same way. As for the film itself, it looks great. I would love to watch it. Uh, yeah, um, I just want to let you guys know that this film will only be in select theaters, meaning that you actually have to go online and look it up and see which theater it's actually playing at because guess what people it's not playing at every theater so i just want to let you guys know that well that's what select theater mean yeah well it's going to be very hard to find in an area probably not where anywhere near where you live (laughs) or you can just buy the dvd so yeah, this film I actually really like, and I just hope it you know gets a lot of praise, like it has, like uh, Summer Wars and um, uh, Wolf Children did. And now, the moment most every furry has been waiting for. Zootopia. I can hear I can hear people squeeing around the world and they don't even know why. I know. Yeah. Slash Sutropolis slash whatever you want to call it. Really? Cruise, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay, continue, Scarfy. <laughs> I will have to say that every furry, including myself, has been waiting for this movie to come out ex exponentially i already pre-ordered my ticket for the imax 3d showing and for those of you who are pros to 3d and yeah i bought my film in 3d i have no i have my reasons i don't want to hear about it anyways in a city of anthropomorphic animals a fugitive con artist fox and a rookie bunny cop must work together to ever undercover a conspiracy the film is played by jennifer goodwin and jason bateman as judy hopps nick wilde and this is where we have to stop. If we have to talk any more about this movie, we'd probably be ruining it for the special episode. So, yeah, released on March 4th. And I'm going to send Zach a link because when this film came out, I was very skeptical upon seeing it. And now that I see, and I did not know exactly where to put my expectation bar, now that people have actually done reviews on this film, which is 100%... I am like my expectations. Tomatoes. That is my that ex- is God's status. My <laughs> expectations for this movie are really high now, really high. And all I can say is that I really hope this film turns out to be great because 
We're going to have a special guest and at towards the end of the episode, we are going to be doing nothing but talking about Zootopia and how great of a film it's going to be. It's, uh, it no. has 100% rating on, on, on Rotten Tomatoes. 23 critics have already written it, 23 top critics rather, on Rotten Tomatoes have already written about this movie. I am excited. I'm sure every furry is excited. I'm I don't want to, and you know what? I I want to, I just want to say something right now. I want to review this film as a film buff before a furry first. So I just want to, I just, just want to let hype, know hype, 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 Zach, Cruz, Shucha, I'm pretty sure you have a lot more to say about this movie, but you need to keep nope. your you need to keep it no, under I'm just gonna say one thing. Okay. The way they're gonna they're gonna make me really, really disappointed in this movie is way too many songs. Oh, yeah. Now I can because understand that. This... Well, I don't think it's a music. If I had one <laughs> Hey, Frozen, it's not a musical, but anime, uh, animation, you know. But yeah, I have nothing to say about it. I'll see, I'll see the movie and then decide from there. But it's it's so much hype and all at the same time just so much leaked footage that it worries me. But I, I, I think I, I'm hopeful for it. I, 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 will have to, it. I will have to say, why does this, when there's 23 top critics voting 100% on this film, why do you have doubts on this film? Uh, meh. I've seen movies that have been well, like, acclaimed for before. It's like, it's not that the movie is necessarily bad. Maybe just, you know, maybe I'm just... Well, Cody Fox did say, I mean, like, it's gonna have the producers of Big Hero 6 and Frozen, so... Neither of which are movies I've seen, but I hear they're great. Zack! What the hell? Like, good Everybody have something else to do. I know. It's like that. Yep, and Nero's got it down. Too much hype can kill a movie, so that's part of the reason I'm doing this. Like, there's well, a... I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, when the more hype came out for this movie, I was like very concerned as to what it's going to be. But now that there are actual ratings on Rotten Tomatoes where it's scoring nothing but A plus, A plus, I want to see if this film actually holds up to those standards. Yeah, so do I. So I, I will. Here's I, something. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, sorry. That's cool. Uh, it's Scoffy. Disney making it. First okay. of all, Disney making it, I don't think it's going to be like bad name anything. Maybe. Second, it didn't, it's for once, it's when this, like, when you sent first time, like, back in, like, December, when you first sent me this trailer about this movie, I get hyped about it, but I never really worry, like, oh my god, they're going to bad name furry because. First of all, this movie is not targeting furry. Yeah. In my point of view, that is. Dr. Because right. this movie... Phil targets furries. <laughs> you hear that? Fuck you, Dr. Phil. Shots fired. <laughs> Dr. Phil, if you're watching, please send all types and complaints to us on email. We'll be sure to ignore them. Deadpool is really hyped as well, and it's soon to be the number one grossing R-rated movie. Um, that's what we're hoping, Joe Clark. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I, I'm pretty yeah. sure everyone wants to see uh, Passion of the Christ kick the bucket. We have a new messiah in town, damn it. Yeah. Right there. There it is. Nakainu, thank you. Duke Nukem forever. Sad face. <laughs> yeah, it's like, exactly. It's that same thing of it's like, hype can kill it. But that's the other thing. I'm kind of just not being hyped for it just because, like, I'm sure it'll be good but 
if I got if I got fanatic about it, there might be things I just like. Yeah, that kind of kills it. the excitement before it, uh, you can even yeah. see. Yeah, so it. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go into it just as uh like I have with like any other you know fuzzy furry animal sort of kidsy movie just for like yeah this is you know it's it's probably <laughs> gonna be kind of nice to watch and then if it's like amazing then awesome if it's not then it's like yeah this is a kids movie so but it'll probably like I said it'll probably be fine. But critics and I don't have the same views of what we like in movies. That doesn't mean what I like is more important or better. But it's well, I'm the well, well, I'm the film. Well, I'm the film buff of the of the treehouse. So you should. And I don't honestly uh, love you to death. I don't give a shit. Stay like, on if, your if side. If you're the if you're the person who's a film buff, then that's fine. You know more about it, but that doesn't mean you and I like the same things. So I'm not watching this because oh, it's what everyone else wants to do. I'm gonna go watch it because it's like, oh, this looks interesting, and I want to see it. So but well, yeah, we'll that's well, that's my that's my whole take on it. I mean, like, I'm not saying that. Oh, well, I want to see it because of furries. That's like, I just want to see it because. It doesn't have to have furries to be badass. It just has to be hey, badass to be badass. You, are, you know what I mean? You are wrong. When you when you saying when you saying this like rebuttal, rebuttal. Yeah, like it it must be fluffy to be badass. <laughs> I don't. It doesn't have to though. It's not a rebuttal. Like, That's more of an edit, really. <laughs> but yeah, but beyond that, I do look forward to seeing it. I just I don't I don't have any big good or bad expectations, but. That's where I stand. <laughs> Kicking ass and chewing gum, and it looks like I'm all out of gum. I'm not, and I, I'm not too sure where that quote is. I'm pretty sure it's from Deadpool or whatever. No, I, that is not from Deadpool. You're I a think movie it's like buff. From... <laughs> well, I've only seen well, I've only seen Deadpool like twice. It's not from you know. Deadpool. Okay, we where's it from? Hold up. What's it from? I, I forget the name say, of the movie. I um, Evil Dead, but I don't think it's it. Oh, no. It's really? not Evil Dead, but it's like that. It's the guy who has glasses and that can see zombies. Yeah. Something like that. I forget it's the name from, of it. They, li uh, they Live. They Live. It's a movie yeah. in 1988. I, I, did, I always thought that came from you. So admittedly, I didn't know where it came from. But no, that that's... It's, it's everywhere mm -hmm. on the internet nowadays, too. It's way... It's a very quoted line. But yeah, it came before Deadpool. Anyway. Okay. It... Hey, hey guys, guess Mark? what? What? No. We're still not done. We're still not done. Okay. <laughs> so we have another Stop film. Uh, so that was really it for horrible. so that was it for the uh that was it for the movies being released, and now we have the upcoming films. Our first upcoming film is The Life Between Oceans. It's apparently a love story. I'm not too sure what to say about it. Honestly, it's just you know, um, a certain thing and then the next and then the next one we have is a uh, upcoming film is the man who knew infinity i think it's a film starring dev patel and jeremy irons regarding a certain uh i want to say it's like a certain um you know uh genius who comes up with these math uh you know signals from india and apparently i just think it's one of these uh so it's like a beautiful mind well, no, I mean, like, it's not from a, it's not a beautiful mind. It's like he, he doesn't have a disability. He's just from India who happens oh, okay. to know these things. And then finally, our last film that I want to talk about just really briefly is a Disney film that was, that is being remade called Pete's Dragon. And for those of you who know what I'm talking about, Pete's Dragon was a film made in the 1970s 
really corny dialogue, really corny actors. I mean, I'm not, I, and before I say corny actors, I'm not going to judge Mickey Rooney because Mickey Rooney is a fantastic actor. Mickey you should Rooney's definitely see him in crazy as hell. He's but... crazy as hell, but he's fantastic. Yes, that's true. I mean, no one, no one can spell his name. Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Pete's Dragon apparently is about this film, uh, about this Disney film about a, uh, you know, person named Pete who has a pet dragon. Basically, uh, the 1970s oh, version was was very very corny and cheesy, and I kind of do think that this film is actually could, if not, could be better than the original film. You know, thankfully, it's not a musical film, which is really really good because I don't think a musical film would fit this you know um, film well. But uh, you know, <laughs> I love what Naki Inu just said. I might want to get down with the sickness. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know um oh gosh but yeah pete's dragon like what do you think about this film like uh after seeing it after seeing the trailer uh zach that's that that little bit of gibberish that's about my reaction to it. it's like it it, it 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 looks cute i guess it didn't it didn't reel me in i mean like it's not the same as obviously um the the last two films, Utopia and um, I'm, for some reason I can't remember the order of it for the title: Boy and the Beast or Beast and the Boy. The Boy and the Beast. The Boy and the Beast. Yeah, those two. I mean, like, those two are close. Or in the or in the Japanese version, Bak. Coffee. What? Please speak language I I do understand. <sighs> but I said Japanese version. Yeah, but it's made in Japan. You're not speaking the English. What were you gonna say, Zach? I would say it, it. The movie itself, this new, sorry, the uh, the little Pete's Dragon. It looks it looks cutesy, but I'm I'm just like, I don't know. I'm not really interested in in it. I get my daily fill of cutesy being around like Twitter and talking with all the animal people. I do every day, so it, I, I I have no. If anything, I'm about to OD on cutesy, so I'm not necessarily drawn by it. But otherwise, okay. I don't know. What about you guys? Cruz, what do you think about this film? I don't. This is one. This is actually the only one I think I've heard nothing about in this this uh, wait, sequence of films. Wait, Pete's Dragon. Yeah. It doesn't ring never... at all. I don't know why. Oh well. It's it's the one that I didn't know about. I mean, I know about literally every movie in this this this. <laughs> I broke. I broke. Oh. My brain. <laughs> You you, you, you shoved, a, shoved so much movies at us that we, we you've literally broken us, Scarfy. I broke. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, um, well uh, what do you think about this movie, Shuja? Uh, Pete's Dragon? Never heard of it. Watch the trailer. Not interested. We... Like I said, we get we get our fill of cutes already. Well, Shudra is his own fill of cute. I mean, basically, for Shudra, it's like looking in a dragon mirror. No. I, I agree. <laughs> and, uh, well, uh, that's it for uh, all the films released. I know people are like, finally, let's get to the video games now. It's like, you know. <laughs> and uh, uh, before I move on to Zach, I just want to say one thing. Shudra is still a wolf. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Zach... <laughs> Shut up. Zach, uh, <laughs> all right. Um, now oh let's move, now let's move oh to video games. One day I'm just gonna set up a uh, a 
a coup and just like have it be that Cruz and I are just going to sit in the background and let you two hammer out this during a live show one day and not say anything. And it's like, and this is just going to be that. And you can talk in the comments and say who you support. If you support Shudra's life decision of being part Fox or Scarfy's denial of such requests. But this is this is a continuation of the craziest con for a long time. Anyway, the game, the first thing I just want to say to uh, throw this out there is Far Cry Primal. I've talked about it a few times already. It just got released oh. on the PC. Um, we talked about, yeah, Shudra and I were talking about it earlier. It's a, it's an awesome game. I'm not going to say any more. I've already talked about it enough, but in the first and I think like third episode, I've talked about it. So, but it's on PC now. It was on a uh, PS4 and Xbox one earlier. So go check it out. And it's also in Steam and it's way too right. expensive. And I play. lied. Sorry. It's out March 1st. So it's still coming up this coming week, but, um, it's going to be out. So go check it out. Now, for games that are actually coming up in this week, we have uh, something that I'm sure is an absolute favorite to many people, Mortal Kombat XL. Uh, for any of you who have not played any of the Mortal Kombat games, I don't know how you did it. That's impressive. I think everyone I know has played uh, yeah, Mortal Kombat games at, game at some one. point. But basically, XL is for all the... By the way, uh, apology. I talked about this before, Mortal Kombat um, X. And I always call it Mortal Kombat 10 because I figured they're just doing the Roman numeral thing. Lesson uh, four. Yeah. You must know how to fight the emo way. <laughs> Lesson five. <laughs> Don't listen. Um, but apparently, Lesson five. Shut the fuck up. Apparently, it's not Mortal Kombat 10. It is Mortal Kombat X unless XL stands for, I have no idea, something Extra ridiculous. large. Yeah. So Lord. it'll be on the shelf soon. It's set to be released in March on March first. It's going to be for the PS4 and the Xbox One. Uh, so it's all the usual bone-breaking, blood-spurting, over-the-top graphic violence that we've all grown to know and love from NetherRealm Studios. It's a time-old tradition, time-old franchise. It's been around. I think the first time I ever played Mortal Kombat was back when Sega Genesis was a thing, which back is also when you know Sega was still a big oh, name boy. in the industry. Uh, this version is going to be bringing you a lot of brand new characters and a lot of new uh, skins. There's going to be the Xenomorph from Aliens, uh, Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a playable character. Goro is making a comeback. Um, a lot of these, a lot of other stuff and like characters, uh, skins Dusty. were <laughs> that. I, mean, I hope that's in there. Um, we're only available through DLC. This is sort <laughs> of like a Game of the Year edition. It just packages them all into one. Uh, I don't know if there's any addition to the story or if you play any of these characters. Honestly, I only ever played Mortal Kombat X with a friend of mine, so I only did the you know player versus player stuff. I have no idea how the story mode worked. I don't know if there's going to be new stories specifically created around these certain characters, but if you're a big fan of Mortal Kombat, if you want to play more weird, bizarre characters and get to all the good old fatalities, brutalities... Um, Flawless victory. Kamehameha-talities, whatever the hell they've thrown in there these days, you're going to want this game. You know, I... You know, I really haven't played any of the Mortal Kombat games. I know, really shocker, right? I mean, like, I just, I've heard of Mortal Kombat. I know all the memes. It's just, I, it's not, it just really oh, hasn't been on my radar. I'm just in it for the memes that I watch. I've been, I've, like I said, I've played it ever since Sega Genesis. I played it all the way until, I think, uh, until Valley. the, like, fourth installment of it came out. And then I sort of just was starting to drift away more from, from just, 
those video games to just RPGs and more mech games. Oh so. God, fertility. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do remember that. They're just getting more bizarre and over the top, but it's it's a brutal game. Like I played X again. It's like the X-ray cam where you get punched in the face and you see the jaw unhinged and teeth crack and like the bone, like all the weird like organ busting weird stuff that obviously none of this is survivable and that's yeah. not the point. It's basically if... Street Fighter was having a really bad acid trip. You've got Mortal Kombat, so it's right. crazy and brutal. But yeah, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> so, what do you guys think? What if, so, Scarf? You haven't played much, but do you have any thoughts? I'm surely you've seen it played or been around it. I've seen I've seen certain memes about Mortal Kombat. I've also seen, um, uh, you know, videos. I saw the one where uh, you know this person. I'm not too sure who it was, but they basically. Uh, cut this body in half and split it open and goes here's yeah. Johnny and I forgot who that was but I'm not too sure yeah, but yeah. anyway I've never been a big I've never been a I've never seen I've never played Mortal Kombat so I wouldn't really know what to say about this film but you know uh what do you think uh Cruz um I played uh Mortal Kombat X on uh it was my friend's PS4 and I thought it was pretty pretty cool um I guess I don't have a favorite. I like playing as Reptile because uh, I heard the Skrillex song of Reptile's theme first before nice. playing any of that, first of all. Nice. And so I'm like, I like his intro. Like, what is it? It's like the Emperor sends for you or something. Change you? No, he's like the Emperor has a has requested me to take you in or something like that. Oh, know. right, right. Yeah. probably sounds a lot more epic than that. <laughs> I, I Johnny, Johnny um, Cage is a dick. Oh shit! Yes, yes, he is. Oh yeah. Johnny Cage is such a douche. I always like playing Sub Zero, but that's just because freezing people for a second and then going over to beat on them was cheap and effective. So, but there's a everyone had a different character they absolutely loved. Johnny Cage like dies in like every Mortal Kombat thing ever nowadays, if I remember correctly. Which is interesting that he's still around in this game because <laughs> like. There's so many things where I've seen, like, animated things. And, of course, you know, the second Mortal Kombat live-action movie. And they were doing another live-action movie of Mortal Kombat that was some indie film. And, like, in all of them, it's like, Johnny Cage is the first dude who dies. <laughs> but... That's know. it! You die! That'd be satisfying. You can exactly. uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um... Right now, I, I I just want to bring something up real quick that I forgot to bring up on the film uh, part of the uh, um, uh, the film uh, uh, section. Right now, the Oscars are going on right now, and I'm gonna say this right now. I decided not to watch the Oscars because I was kind of expecting, you know, uh, best picture to go to someone else that I'm pretty sure is not going to win. So that's part of one of the one of the reasons why I didn't want to watch it. The second reason that I didn't want to watch it is because I'm doing uh, Subwoofer Entertainment with you guys. So I just oh, wanted so to get that out of the way. Nice job. <laughs> I am not blaming it on you. You're more important to me than watching some dumb old hey, show. You heard him, guys. Scarfy Senpai has noticed us. Okay. Ooh, oh, my God. <laughs> so I just want to make that real clear right now. Um, but anyway, uh, Shucha, what are your thoughts on Mortal Kombat XL? <laughs> Uh, I never played Mortal Kombat. First of all, I never liked that. Like, the winner always bitching about it, and like uh, look down on you when you lose. Yeah, Second, yeah. it's way too competitive. Yeah, I can understand that. Okay. 
I, and I go to the tournament and my friend with my friend and I just watch and it's get way too competitive, even more than Smash Bros. Right. Yeah. Also, yes, Leonardo DiCaprio does deserve the Oscar. Just saying that right now. <laughs> okay, like crawling out of his grave and be like, I ain't dying until I get that Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Scarfy was tricking the chat, Chojo. If you're confused, how the hell Leo Leonardo DiCaprio, I, I assure you, is not a new character in Mortal Kombat, though that would be quite amusing. But oh, it's yeah. uh, a. <laughs> But yeah, no, I don't understand. Like, I, I remember some of my memories of <clears throat> Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter and even, like, uh, Mario Kart and stuff. Like, I like playing them, but looking back, like, me and my brothers, because I, 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 story time about Zach, besides, you know, you guys, my, my brothers in life world, this thing that I try to ignore by being a fuzzy alcoholic wolf, uh, me and my brothers used to play it all the time. I was the youngest of four, and it was highly competitive. Like, if it, there were thrown controllers, there was all sorts of crap over, like, Mortal Kombat and stuff like that. So, yeah, I can understand the, the competitive aspect not being appealing. Yeah, yeah I agree. Just, in Mario like Kart, the one game that would always make you want to strangle your friends. Basically. What's that, Chedra? I'm saying, like, that one game that's gonna break your friendship. See, that didn't break. Breaking it for me all the time was always uh, Monopoly, the board game. That's what killed friendships. No, 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 no. You know what's gonna be funny? Because they're gonna, they love developing a game, like, copying... My, my, my friend, you want a game that can actually ruin friendships? Try Mario Party. It ruins no, friendships no, 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 all the time. No, that one. Oh, God. Try this one, Posai. What? It's either coming out at the end of this year or summer, the My Little Pony fighting game. They're still uh, making that? Yeah, I they thought they gave up that. because Hasbro didn't want like you know graphic violence with their characters. It's, not, it's like the system fighting is kind of like Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. I was like, so you want to see Princess of the Friendship fighting <laughs> your asshole? Here you go. Well, bronies, you heard it here. That game is still on if there's any of them listening to the stream or listening to the recording. So there you go. I thought Hasbro nuked that because they didn't want violence associated with their characters. Granted, the Internet's a terrible, terrible place, and there are far worse things associated with the My Little Pony characters. But we won't talk about that. Moving on. Um, the next game we're talking about. We never speak of that here. The next, Great. next game I wanted to mention was uh, Tom Clancy's The Division. For uh, anyone who's a big Tom Clancy fan, uh, Oh yeah, I heard about this one. Yeah. I've never, I've never played Tom Clancy or any of the series. I, I'll admit, I'm, I will never be a, any sort of like military tactician or anything like that, in any form. I was never good with organizing my team and putting proper strategy into what I'm supposed to do to get the objectives. I just really have the patience for it. But this is the latest installment of Ubisoft's Tom Clancy series. Uh, the division places the player into New York City after an epidemic has hit and left the metropolis in disarray. Sort of a throwback to what uh, Scarfy was talking about with that one movie of, you know, trapped in a room, the world outside you is in shambles, except you are out there in that world and you are dealing with the shambles that are to come. Uh, like the usual for a lot of the Tom Clancy games, the player will take on the role of infiltration and military strategy, which again, I suck with. But instead of just organizing a team yourself, uh, I think this is going to be a lot like, um, gosh, what was that game? Really heavy in guns where you're playing with a team. Not not like the other, uh, 
Not not like the other military ones. There's one where you're like uh in literally in space. It's sort of like a space marine sort of game. Um, those okay. really... what? Starcraft? No. Well, no. There's this other game I can't think. Of. I was gonna compare it to that, but I honestly can't think of it off the top of my head. If I think of it later, I'll mention. <laughs> For a second there, I thought she just said Starcrap. Oh. No. <laughs> but uh... you are insulting of my favorite game of all time. <sighs> you are dead to me on the second time. That's two deaths, everyone counting two deaths of Scarfy. Um, the team, so basically, you and other players will be on a team together. Uh, you're all working as sleeper agents, and you all have your unique sets of skills, weapons, and devices to help contain and combat the illness that's been spreading and bringing more and more chaos to the city. The game itself is graphically beautiful, but then again, with, you know, most of the proper A-list games coming out, graphics are expected to be beautiful not to say there's not hard work put into them not to say it shouldn't be mentioned but most of the games we'll see nowadays are looking more and more pretty uh it does a fantastic job recreating a broke or creating a broken down version of new york city for any of you who've ever been there there'll be street names areas that look that are based you know exactly off what was there in new york what has been around new york from alleyways to being inside buildings outside buildings famous landmarks so it's going to be very immersive from what I can tell. You'll feel like you're there. And the game should be available for PC, PS4, and Xbox One all on March 8th. So thoughts? Did I lose you guys? Am I talking to myself? Yep. Give me one second and I will have the kids back. Let us see. And click. Hey guys, what oh. happened? Uh, I don't know. It just said that the call went to sleep. But this game. Uh, I don't understand why it would work on you. Yay, you're back. I don't understand why that would happen to you, considering the yeah. fact that well, um, we uh, Scarf? we uh, we, yes. What do you think about the game? Where did I do, lead you? Do do. We couldn't hear your entire conversation that you were going to bring up, so you're going to have to rest restate everything you just said. Start over. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. I am so sorry. Uh-oh. Now they said that they can only hear Zach. Uh-oh. This isn't good. Let me see. Oh, no, well, that's just because the chat's earlier. They're going to hear you guys in a second. You okay. got to realize there's a 10-second delay on the... Uh... Yeah, so, so spoiling some of the magic for you, there's a 10-second yeah, delay from what you guys hear versus what we're saying. So, if you want to throw us off, you're going to have to be really on your game yeah, by pushing what, something wild. What, what happens on the chat. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so basically, it's your, the game, I'll do it the short, short, short version, takes place in a broken down version of New York City. The graphics okay. look great. The game is probably pretty spot on because Tom Clancy's ha been doing this sort of infiltration stealth gaming for a long time. Um... There are going to be a lot of landmarks and like alleyways and stuff and buildings that are a scale representation of New York, so it should be very, very immersive. And the whole idea is that a virus has overtaken the city. It's a lot like uh, the movie you mentioned earlier, where the whole outside world is in disarray and you're told that it's because some virus has taken over, except in this situation, there definitely is a virus and you're trying to contain it. And you're playing on teams, uh, trying to contain this virus. All the teams are actually other players, and each of them have their own unique skill sets, weapons, and devices to try and contain the outbreak. So, 
Oh, yeah, um, yeah, I just want to bring something up real quick, and I'm sorry to keep talking about Oscars right now while we're playing, while we're talking about video games. But if Mad Max Furry Road, yes, Furry Road, we're not calling it Fury Road because Furry Road is the bet is what it's called. If Shut Mad up. Max Furry Road wins Best Picture, please let me know. <laughs> Fair enough. All you right. are me. No, honestly, I don't know what to say about this film because, quite honestly, I'm not a big fan of. I haven't played any of the Tom Clancy games, so I'm gonna have to sit this one out. Okay. Also, it would help that the fact that it's a game, not a film. But continue. God. <laughs> I meant to say game. I apologize. I have nothing to say about this game. I don't because I haven't played yeah. any of the series. Please let me know. Yeah. What about you? Can beat me to it. Sorry, it's I, I was on my game of that one. What about you, Chris? Do you did you play any of these games or know much about them? Tom Clancy games. I think I've only played one. I don't remember what it was, but uh, yeah, I'm not much into these games. Although I do enjoy them when I get to play them, because mm-hmm. I have Battlefield Four. Oh, and okay. I did have a good time because uh, I just love to dick around in those games because I, I had the brilliant idea to try to crush my enemies by shooting down the ties that were holding down a plane on an air, aircraft carrier. Problem was that the plane was right on top of me and ended up quashing me. <laughs> well, as long as you took out more than you lost, so. Yeah, I agree. Yes, I'm not supposed to play these games. Fair enough. And uh, Shudra, do you have any <laughs> thoughts about the Tom, the Tom Clancy game? Tom Clancy game. From um, well, first of all, in New York City, that's just that sure sound like prototype. But then oh, it's yeah. going. Yeah, no, I said yeah, that's true. I didn't even think of that. It's kind of sound like prototype, but maybe. Uh, but then it's shifted. Hmm. To me, I. Well. Me, I really like Metal Gear Solid, uh, Solid game because I like how the game functions. But so far, this game is not so on me from what I mm-hmm. see. I already watched the trailer for this game too and said, mm, not really my cup of tea. Right. It's definitely a much more, uh, what's that on my phone? It's much more for like people who are into tactics. Yeah. Than anything Which else. Like, mm-hmm. I guess it's gonna improve your tactic skill a little bit, but right. Unless you want to go into military uh, military school, then you don't need that stuff. That's true. Uh, go unless you're in, interested in hardcore Starcraft like me. Right, right. And it's a different thing than that because at the same time, not only is it tactics, but it's being part of the team, not just commanding an entire team. So. But it's, 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 uh, once again, it, for me, and I agree with you guys, I'm not really sold on these games because it wasn't really my thing, but. But, but here's the thing. If I want to play something really hardcore on tactic, play the new XCOM game. Holy yeah, shit. yeah. We mentioned that last time, and yeah, it's definitely everyone I've talked to that got that has been loving the new XCOM too. They've been mad, mad happy with it. So. Because it's frustrating at the same time, but the game is still fun. So you've been playing that? Yep. Awesome, cool. I got Annihilate in three days. <laughs> I Annihilated in three days. So Zach, what's on the what's on the next what's on what's on that what's up next? So for a change of pace, before we get to uh, the, the last two or larger titles, a smaller title came out recently that looks really really interesting. Um, 
It's uh, it's more of a creepier psychological thriller sort of game uh, by a indie group called Team Gotham. Um, mm-hmm. The game is called The Guest, and in The Guest, you play Doctor Leonov, who wakes up in an unfamiliar hotel room, locked in there with no idea how he got there, who put him there, why he's locked in. So it's sort of like if any of you guys did the old Flash animation games, where it was a bunch of escape the room games. Where you were, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's basically a a more well done Creepy version of that, that, with more cinematic scenes, more uh, difficult puzzles, fantastic graphics. Uh, there's a lot, like I said, a lot of riddles, a lot of puzzle challenges that you have to do to escape it. Aesthetically, it's really somber. Like the only way I can think to describe it is if you imagine an uh, like a sort of a film noir, like a detective noir sort of scene and then gave it color, but still had those like darker tones and lighting of everything. Yeah. And it's uh, there's also a lot of like weird stuff that you go inside your head, that part of the cinematics that's almost like a mental breakdown of conspiracy theorists when you look at it, just like there's parts where it's like writing on the wall and the dude's obviously losing it for being trapped in this room. Um, it's PC gamer specific to the best of my knowledge and it's coming out March 10th. So, but it, I just wanted to put that out there because it's a cool, cool little game, and it's something that probably hasn't gotten a lot of attention, but wanted to throw something new in. So, what about you guys? What do you think of this? I don't know what to say about this game, so I have to sit out. Fair enough. You've never played any of those old Flash games with uh, you're trapped in the room? Nope. Oh, wow. Okay. What about you, Chris? I've played some of them. Uh, this kind of reminds me, I don't know if this was what the game was called. I just watched uh, PewDiePie play through it it uh-huh. was uh, the apartment yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. like cinematic more cinematic type right. experience uh, i really hate such so angry about something i don't i knew that was yeah. i don't like Starfy. pewdiepie i don't like pewdiepie save i don't it. like pewdiepie save it, save it. he's save it please die pie okay put a oh, pin in it Cruz, good on you. Good assertion. Anyway, continue with your thought. I applaud you. That was great. God, I'm not supposed to say that word. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's what I mean. Like honestly, I I've seen some of his stuff, and he's done some good reviews of games. I'm not a big fan of his, honestly. I have other YouTubers I like he's much more than him. He's not a let's player. He's what? He is not a let's player. He just sits there, screams like a little bitch, and plays a game. Yeah, that works. It's worked well enough for that's, him to make a living off it. That's pretty much what a Let's Player is supposed to be. Screaming like a little bitch. <laughs> I was say, it's like, I mean, I, I, like I said, I'm not a fan of PewDiePie for a lot of my own reasons. I don't want to get too much, like, on this topic. But I am a fan of, like, Markiplier. And he does a lot of the same thing. Like, he, maybe it's not the same, like, notes. And maybe you could say, oh, voice is not as annoying or something. Because Mark Markiplier does have a sexy voice. I'll give him that. But he's, they both sort of have like very similar, so deep. similar shticks, like how they go about stuff. They both sort of review a bit, but they also just sort of are talking about like their impressions. So it's not even saying it's like, oh, well, this developer does yada, 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 yada. It's just, this is what they're feeling. They go by and they both are pretty bluntly honest and it's done well for them. My m- main love of Markiplier is just the fact that he's a lot more... For, I, I'm, I might be wrong about PewDiePie, and if someone wants to tell me in the chats differently, feel free to, but I don't know how much PewDiePie gives back 
to like charities and stuff. I just know Mark does a crap ton of charity work and even does donations just out of pocket of his own wealth that he doesn't have to do. There's no reason he has to give money to charity, but he does it anyway and yeah, encourages no. people to... I think most YouTubers do something. Yeah, like but he that. also... Well, has, I, I just big... think that... I just think that PewDiePie... The way that PewDiePie does his work is just that he wanted to... I, I don't... I. I, you know, don't think he's a Let's Player. I think, you know, what he does is for his fan base is great, but I think there are better Let's Players out there, and I'm just going to say that. I agree. I like the other ones for him, too. But I just don't have this the same hatred of him that you seem to have. It's just, he does, he does something that I'm not a fan of and makes money off it. Good for him. But, yeah, so that's all I really have to say. But what about the, anything else on the game cruise? The apartment? Uh, not really. Uh, well, I don't know. It just seems like uh, I haven't, I haven't like been able to play a lot of these. But I figure I like, I really liked uh, Amnesia and Outlast, and mm-hmm. figure that those it would be a new game to get into. Yeah, I see that. What about you, Shud? Have you played any of those uh, Escape the Room Flash games, or know nope. about the guests? I play a lot of those kind of games. <laughs> Basically, the room. I play room one and room two. Took me like one week to crack two of them. Right. But still, it's kind of type of game that I can. Luckily, they have uh, like phone version of it. I don't think there's a different like computer version or not because I never really play on like on PC before. But like I play on my phone, like my phone, and it's like. It's a really interesting game, but I'm going to stay away from it because I get hooked into it and I fuck everything, basically everything, to play that game. And say, fuck off, I'm busy. Alright, uh, one side note I'm just going to say is that uh, Nero Fox just... Uh... Oh, I know this guy. Okay, sorry, he just plugged... Uh... Was it Penguin Z- Penguin Zero? Yeah, I've heard this guy before. He is really funny. Yeah, I like I like stuff. He's not my favorite, but he's he's definitely really good. So I just want to give that shout out to the next person. Um, so that's that game. Uh, the next one I was going to talk about, which we're going back to the popular titles, is the new Hitman that's coming out. And I I gotta imagine all of you guys have at least heard of the Hitman games. Nope. I really? Think so. I'm not sure. Really? I mean, like this was. I remember when it came back back out when it was just like a PlayStation One release. I, I think I don't think it came out. I, I think it came out on PlayStation One. I didn't think it had to wait till PlayStation Two. Chat, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but it's a Hitman is a long-standing game of basically playing a professional killer. Um, it's it's sort of GTA. I, I guess the best way to put it is it's it's like GTA with class. Like it's. If, if you have played the previous titles from it, it's done by I- IO Interactive and Square Enix. And this... I love Square Enix. Yeah, Square Enix does a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, they have their hands in a lot of pots. And this game is sort of taking the usual... Like, before it was very, you know, you have this a target, you have to kill them, don't get caught, don't be detective, be clean, efficient. You have to do, like, your own crime scene cleanup so it can't be traced to you, use different weapons, different ways of taking them out for a variety of reasons... Um, the trailer is really cool about it. One thing the trailer doesn't mention that's really interesting is uh, this game is being released in installments. It's parts. It's going to start with the first episode as a prologue in Paris. 
Uh, according to IO, the next two chapters are going to be coming out, uh, the first in April, and that'll take place in Italy. And then the next will be in May, and that'll take place in Morocco. So it's sort of a world tour sort of thing. I know... Huh? I'm just saying it's interesting. Yeah. I know that they're moving to... I think there's going to be one in Japan and one in Brazil. I don't remember if that was confirmed. But there will be more coming out, like, uh, by, I think, a monthly basis. The cool thing is with each of these new settings... Um, some of the content and the missions, how you do them, how you give feedback, how you go about working it, was actually going to shape the Hitman universe. Like, affect what happens in these games, what you guys decide to do as the players playing these games, it's going to change what future games do. Future games are going to go back to this as sort of a platform for shaping the world they create from there on in. Which is both a really effective, you know, strategy in, the, in terms of, like, you know customer research but also it means that they're giving you guys the power to make the next world to make it the way you want it to be so for anyone who's become enamored of this title it's definitely going out of its way to immerse you guys in the game um like i said i played the uh, the first one i haven't played since i remember it was kind of fun but when i played it, i was really young i preferred gta and i i just wanted to drive around and blow shit up in this one, you get to do that, and it's a lot more calculated. Again, it's a lot more tactical, which if there's one thing we, we know about me, I lack tact. So, uh, But the prologue will be coming out on March 11th. It's going to be available for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. And I, honestly, I, the other games I haven't played, but I, I recommend it if you like the series. And I wish that there were more, more uh, you know, game franchises that were doing, game titles that were doing stuff like this. It's just such a cool way of getting people involved and excited for a new realm of what gaming, I think, should be. But uh, what do you guys think? I, yeah, again, I, I, I do apologize, but I'm going to have to sit this one out. I've never played it. Okay. Again. Yep. You're, you're hereby not allowed to give Shudra any crap for setting out on movie discussions. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Cruz? <laughs> I'll take that as a nothing. Hey, Cruz, are you there? Uh, yeah, okay. I think I missed. Oh, hey. Say what? Cruz, are you there? Yeah, I got my attention blowing stuff up. Yeah. We're having some technical difficulties with cruise people. GTA got my attention. You know, blowing stuff up. Right. It's fun. Right. And I also like the idea, you know, you You like the what? I, I missed that last part. The blowing stuff up is fun is what I got. What was after that? I think we're going to have to try and work with fixing up. Uh, nope, there uh, it is. Going around and blowing stuff up. And I like the idea you can. Hmm? So, blow... so, Cruz, I'm going to do one thing. I'm going to suggest if you can hear me and send it back to you just because we'll be getting to music soon. If you want to um, 
if you can hear me, I'm also going to just message you. If you want to close down and restart your computer, then rejoin us. Then that way there should be less issues on your side. Because it could also be that we've just been online so long that things are just slowing down for you. So if that sounds good, go ahead and do that. And we'll still be here. And then we'll be getting to your stuff uh, pretty shortly when you're back on. Mm. Okay. I'll see you in a bit. Um, Hitman. Hitman. Nope. All right. didn't hear that. All right. You are. Can you hear me? Nope. All right. Well, actually, what I'm going to say is let me put on a small tech difficulties. The last thing actually is a game um, that we have is going to be a game that I know Scarfy is incredibly excited about. One second, Hello? Can you, can you hear me? Hold it for a second. Hello. I'm on the call. You are. Can you hear me? God. All right. One can you second. hear us? No, I can't. I'm gonna take Bum. care of this. <laughs> and now the musical stylings of Shudrubble. <laughs> Action, I'll give you. Music. You are terribly wrong, my boy. <laughs> and you know what, Zach? I've been listening to your music a lot. What did you put in your music? Something like heroin something? Wait, what? Now I cannot go on with I day when I listen to one of your tracks on SoundCloud. Oh. Every <laughs> Um, I don't know. I'm glad you're liking it. I, mean, I don't want to plug that here, but I'm glad you're liking it. Um, yeah, just random stuff I do with, with Shiny when we get the chance. Um, the next game that I want to talk about, if we can... Okay, so Cruz, Cruz dropped off. He's taking care of that. Is uh, The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Let me actually also get this back to the way it should. All right. Um, so, obviously, everybody knows about Legend nope. of Zelda. Cruz? No, sorry. Shudra, I, I get you confused, obviously, because, you know, you, you guys look and sound nothing alike. Uh, but it's... Zelda series has been ongoing for ages now. They We, we just talked about this last episode, actually, Scarf, didn't we? That there, there was uh, recently an anniversary of Zelda. Yeah, a 30-year anniversary, rather. And, Scarf, you better not sit this one out, because yeah. this is your game. Yeah. I am not. I am not sitting this one out. No. In fact, I have. I have a lot to say about this game. So I'm just gonna let you. I'm just gonna let you and Shuja have the floor with this one because I, for me to talk about this game, you literally have to put up a pillow and listen to what I have to say about this game. Okay, you got twenty words. Summarize <laughs> twenty words. Is this gonna uh, be like a whole bunch of for long stories? No. No, denied. Uh, you guys go on. Sorry, uh, deny objection. It'd be like a whole bunch of MLG hashtags, just random, like, you know, words flaring to uh, the, the Zuzaphones. Um, so Nintendo has heard the pleas with many fans and decided to re-release Twilight Princess in high definition on their Wii U console. Uh, it seems to be a trend going on with recent years to re-release some of the old games like Pokemon did. We talked about how Pokemon was re-releasing for its anniversary. Final Fantasy VII did, is doing a remake with its game. Hey, how's it going, Cruz? I don't think that was Cruz. That wasn't Cruz? Oh, I thought it was him. Okay. No, that was me. Sorry. Oh, okay. 
I but like Final Fantasy VII a lot. That's why I say right. Yeah, and that's I mean, you can say what you will. Some some people don't like the idea of doing remakes. I I, I have an issue with it with some movies sometimes and some games, but a lot of the stuff they're doing well, now. That must be more fun for me. <laughs> yeah, a lot of things that they do is like it's between. I, I've had this this before where I've said, it's like, oh, well, remakes are just an easy way to make money. But looking back, I and I sort of regret saying that simply because making a remake of an old game, doing it justice, and putting it in current day graphics is a lot of work. And yep. it allows for a newer generation who, you know, going back to older games and older graphics sucks. I mean, there's a lot of people who don't want to go back to that because we're so spoiled by the, the new stuff we have. And, and, uh-huh. and mostly, basically, people don't like pixel art game a lot anymore. No, no. Well, you know, aside from the, the Undertale craze. But, you know, there's, there's times <laughs> where, where that, that kind of animation, it works. And it's more of a, a throwback, um, a, a nostalgic feeling. But overall when they're redoing games it's definitely to make it look beautiful and twilight princess does look absolutely flawlessly gorgeous uh from what i have seen of it it i doubt it's going to disappoint anyone who gets it uh if you want to relive the glory days in hyrule you're definitely going to enjoy picking this up again and for the new generation to first hold this they're going to be able to be just as immersed as you were from what i can see the game itself is pretty much just a straight-up re-release, just cleaned up. I know they have a new hero mode, um, and the hero mode is basically going to allow you to play super hard mode, basically. There's double damage done to you, no heart drops, mirrored obstacle courses, so everything to, to basically screw with your mind. But uh, Triton Princess HE is coming out March 4th. Uh, and I know one person, again, Scarfy said he had plenty to say about it. But first, Shojo, if you have any thoughts, and if Cruz is back, he's, of course, welcome to comment as well. I am. Cool. Thanks. And you sound great. Am I, are we coming uh, in well? Yes. Great. Finally. Awesome. So go ahead, uh, Shojo, tell me about the, uh, what do you think about Triton Princess? Or have you Plus, really I never played Zelda? I play any of the Zelda. I'm not even know what the heck is it until... Wow, so, I have never heard that from a gamer in my life. Scotty showed me that uh, image of a figure that he's gonna buy, like, back last, like around December last year, and I said, "Huh, interesting. Who the heck is this guy?" Right. Who's <laughs> Who's Zelda, and why am I playing him? That's not. It's not. Uh... <laughs> oh God, Goose! You can be a DJ now. <laughs> Anyway, um, also, apparently, uh, you're not alone on that. Uh, Cody Fox, apparently, from what I can tell, unless he's being sarcastic, apparently Cody Fox was not a big Zelda fan, which <laughs> is interesting. I really hope Cody is being sarcastic about that one, because I am a huge, huge Zelda fan, and oh, wait, I cannot I really experience Twilight Princess. You know, I'm going to be super, super offended. But <laughs> other than that, uh, keep going. Whoever, is, whoever wants to talk about Twilight Princess... Uh, Cruise, Zach. Um... Cruise, you have thoughts? Come on. None? Come on. Oh my god, Cruise, it sounds like sadness in Inside Out right now. 
Uh, can you keep you gotta give me like a few hours <laughs> all right well scarfy you go ahead i know you're you're brimming with things you want to say about this i i i most certainly am i have a lot to say about uh zelda twilight princess so i'm gonna ask everyone uh to give me the floor right here and to just you know stay quiet for me to talk because i really have a lot to say about this film. So, Scarfing, quick question, just quick chat to before you yes, start. Uh -huh. Yes, Shuja. You only got five minutes, and you better summarize it in Shuja, two minutes. Shuja, I am not going to give you five minutes. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. So, I'm sorry, but I'm going to say, I'm going to ask everyone to give me the floor here and just let me speak so that, so pull up a pillow, guys. I'm just going to let you guys, get, I'm just going to let you know know that right now pull up a pillow for this one it's story. Um, <laughs> story when it comes when it, yes story time alone when it come okay can you be can you be quiet now gosh no <laughs> um when it comes to twilight princess <laughs> whoa <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, Kusas was perfect. <laughs> oh god. Alright guys, mute up your mics for uh for Scarfy and we'll let him we'll let him regale us with his tail. Okay. You know, um Knowledge. Uh, come on. Come on. I'm being serious here. Okay. Now, when it comes to Twilight Princess, I'm a little I'm a little ten year old I'm a little eleven, twelve year old boy, you know, living in an apartment, you know, and I and my mom is currently in college. I am playing Wind Waker on my GameCube. I beat Wind Waker and it was my favorite Zelda game that I love. And, you know, I want to just say right now, you know, I'm living in a middle to lower class suburban area and my mom decides to take me to go to Target. And when you're an 11 year old boy living in a middle lower income suburban area, Target is fucking Disneyland. That is all I can say. And I go to Target and, you know, I whenever we go to Target, I, I always want to go to the electronic section of Target because, you know, I just I just thought, you know, this is one of the this is one of the greatest parts of any video game. And, you know, I'm going through Target and I see there's a tech demo for a new Zelda game. And I'm like, huh, I couldn't really read the, the little bottom of, uh, of the game. And I'm going through it. I, I watch the tech demo. I, and, I know, and I see Link running. And then I see him transform into a wolf. And I was like freaking blown away by it. 
I I watched the I watched the trailer over and over and over again and by the time we left I could not stop thinking about that trailer. I could not stop thinking about okay what the heck is going on? I want to know what goes on in this trailer. Twilight Princess is one of the and you would you would not be surprised. You would not be surprised as to how much this game really impacted my soul. I went to middle school the the next day and I immediately went on Zelda's website and I kept watching the trailer on the school computer over and over and over and over and over again. I wanted to be Link in that position, transforming into a wolf, which was one of the game's mechanics. And I go on, I go on to see it. I literally am just very surprised by how much people didn't really care about this game while I was in middle school because I hated everyone in my middle school, so it doesn't really matter. But I'm I'm just, you know, I hear that, and, you know, after that trailer, just nothing, just dead silence for about another year until the Wii was supposed to come out. I... The, the, when Zelda came out, and it was about the and it was around the time that the Nintendo Wii came out. I, by all the heavenly blessings, thank for spending hours upon hours on a Black Friday sale in the middle in the middle of the night, freezing her ass off to get me a Wii U, and she had someone to borrow a blank a Wii not Wii U Wii. And she had someone who had to give her a blanket because she was so cold just to buy this Wii U and it was freezing. Um, this Wii. God, I keep saying Wii U. This Wii. And I opened my Wii on Christmas Day and I got exactly what I wanted. I got Twilight Princess and I played Twilight Princess for quite some time. And... I, I just remember thinking to myself, wow, this game was so fantastic. This game was so amazing. I the the graphics was just beautiful. And I loved the fact that and I couldn't but something changed inside me. I played Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess, believe it or not, is the game, the one game that got me into furry. And you know what? When I look at that and I realize, and I want to make something clear. When I was a young kid in middle school and rather high school, I thought, you know, I couldn't be more stupid about knowing what furry actually meant. It wasn't until 2013 where I actually did decide to become a fur. And I'm a fur right now. And... All I can say is that, yeah, Zelda is the game that got me into furry. And you know what? I mean, Grandma, all I can say is just, you know, you're amazing for getting me this game. I am convinced that had I not played this game in childhood, I wouldn't be sitting around here talking with you guys. And you know what? I'm just, you know, I'm so happy. I'm so thankful. And 
yeah, that's really all I can say. Um, you know what? Uh, Twilight Princess is a game that I hold very near and dear to my heart. Um, I uh, all I can say is that you know um, when it comes to this film, uh, I, I I I certainly do hope that you give this game a shot and you give it to your kids. When they announced Twilight Princess HD, I went on Best Buy and God damn it, I bought that game because I hold that game very near and dear to my heart. And you know what? I I sincerely sincerely hope that you play this game for yourself because while it's not my favorite Zelda game, it's I still cons would consider it's my second favorite Zelda game. I I would not have been furry. I would not have been furry. I think I want to say this is what got me into the fandom to begin with. And you know what? That's really all I have to say. And you guys can go ahead and unmute your mic if you want. All right. Everyone, feel free to unmute if you missed that. So. I'm sorry, like, uh, Scuffy, but like every time you say it, like Twilight, Twilight, oh my god, he's talking about my little pony. Oh my god. <laughs> I see. So this is the, the brony in you is showing more and more, my dear brother. But yeah, no, I can see that. Um, I don't know what's going on with Chris's internet. He just jumped back off. Um, maybe that I'll. I'll take over what we're thinking. Uh, just to let you guys know, during the comment I was talking with uh, Cruz and Treasure Island Talks with more. we may switch up the order. So uh, earlier in the in the day, it seems the internet's less crazy until everyone hops on it in the place Cruz lives. So we might switch it up. Cruz, are you with us? So we might switch it up in the future, but we'll talk more. Uh, that being said, uh, should, uh, do you have anything to say about Scarfy's take, Scarfy's story, or...? Are we? Do you want to move on to the music? And if Cruz can do it, awesome. If not, I'll do it. Well, do you have anything to say, Zach? No, I mean it's a good story. It was nice. Your grand, your grandma, as Joe put, is the real MVP. Um, mm -hmm. Beyond that, I mean, I enjoyed it. I liked it. Good story. Gives us a little bit of insight into you. Hmm. Uh, yeah, we can. Yeah. Uh... We can move on to music if you want. Sure. Cruz, are you there? Are you able to do the music? Or? Uh -oh. That's a no. <laughs> I just get a little message from Cruz as his face drops on the screen that says, Motherfucker, in all caps. I'm like, there are hey, ways, ways to say no, yourself. and that's certainly a way to say no. Are you with us? There are children here. Watch your language. Well, I mean, you're here, but... <laughs> uh also it sounds like uh, you got a lot of feedback in the chat though scarfy lots of hugs yeah i am glitchy also apparently mad max has been winning plenty of awards i'd I like to get the stuff done before i get kicked out again okay can you hear us Can you hear us, Cruz? Hmm. Mm. All right. Well, 
But yeah, speaking back on that, the uh, the chat was saying inspiring speech. Lots, like I said, lots of hugs. It's really nice. Got some applause from Joe. And uh, apparently, Cody thinks you deserve an Oscar. So, you did pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, an Oscar for best speech. Okay. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, apparently Mad Max has been winning all sorts of awards. So Hopefully, it wins best picture. That's all I'm going to say. But I'm pretty sure as, you know, great, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure as much as, you know, I love, you know, Mad Max... I'm pretty sure the Oscars are going to downplay that film. I'm I'm counting on it. I'm counting on Oscars giving that film oh, giving best picture to someone else. I'm counting on it. Well, I we will see definitely. Okay, so Cruz can't hear us, so I'm probably just going to go over the the music really quick, and we'll talk about resolving this next time for to to stop with the the internet crazy. And I feel bad because, once again, Cruz is just far more knowledgeable than I am on this subject. Um, but he is kind enough to provide coming in music. Um, Killswitch Engage has come up with a new album, Incarnate. Um, it's seventh studio album of theirs, and it's set to be released on March 11th. Uh, December of 2015, the band released Strength of the Mind as a lead single from this album. Uh, Zach, I just... Zach, I just wanna I just wanna say something real quick. Um, try and go try and go a little bit slower on the on the music beat so that people can catch up on this film on the music because like I can I can understand that that the people in the chat are having a bit of a delay. So if you can go slower so that people might talk about it, I'd be that'd be really great. You're in, but we also hear you uh, sketching. Scarfy, you do realize that a delay is going to be that they're going to hear everything at a normal speed just 10 seconds later, right? I know. <laughs> but, um, Cruz, can you hear us? Yes, finally. Perfect. Now, can you talk about Killswitch Engage's album Incarnate? Because you know more than I do. Well, I know Killswitch Engage. I know they're pretty heavy. I know it looks like this is going to be more of a, you know, relating to their deathcore and uh, that kind of Right around their turn of Memphis Mayfire, mm -hmm. so not into that much as much, but I'm all for it as long as it's as long as it's heavier. Yeah. Wait. Can you? I don't know if I'm still. Yeah, there yeah, you are. Not. Go ahead. Yeah, you're good. All right. Yeah, just keep three talking. doors down. Uh huh. Goes down us and the night. Yep. So apparently, it's their first one since time of my life in 2011. Hiatus. Uh huh. And now they have new guitarist Chet Roberts and a new bassist just Justin Bill Bill Tonin. I think it is, and then built in. Bill Tonin sounds like something you'd buy over a counter for like nasal congestion or something. Bill Tonin. Does it? Did, did, have you heard any of the the samples or demos from this? Is it like have they gotten better since their five year hiatus? Have they changed a lot of their style or? I'm not. I'm not sure because um, I that was back when I, that was like all the stuff I listened to like Weezer, Blink One Eight Two, all that crap. Right. Like. But now I'm I've moved out of that phase, so I haven't checked on them recently. 
Okay. Is a thing. I'm gonna say this right now. There is this one song that I really just do not like about Three Door Three Doors Down, and that's um Yeah. Uh Kryptonite. I really don't like that song. <laughs> that song really annoys me, and I hope that song uh shoots itself in the face and goes kill goes kill itself. But it's not gonna do that because unfortunately everyone's it's heard the song. of it and I just <laughs> and the fact that it does not have hands or appendages, but that's besides the point. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about Three Doors Down, Shuja? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Actually, do, do you so? Do you know? Do you know the band Three Doors Down or Kill Switch Engage, Shuja? No, I'm guessing that's metal music. Kill Switch is a little heavier, but Three Doors Down actually was more. Would you say alt rock cruise? Alt rock, pop punk, yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, so they're good stuff. They did a bunch of really famous radio songs that, like, Three Doors Down is one of those bigger names. Actually, so is Kill Switch, but what's the song? I'm willing to yeah, a radio band. I never know of any of the band, so right. Well, you gotta know me. I love Disney movies, so I most of my music are Disney music. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Relating to that. What was it X Japan? That one I heard that one of their songs is apparently on the soundtrack for uh, uh four. Am I, for Fallout Four? On? Am I still on? You are for Fallout Four. They're uh, for uh, what's it called? Saw Four. Oh, Saw. One four. of their songs oh. is okay. Is on that trailer, uh, not that trailer. I mean soundtrack. Interesting. And. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting kind of creepy video game music style, uh, Japanese. So it's like the the way the singer sort of, uh, if I can imitate it, for <laughs> part of the song. Uh huh. Which is and it kind of gives to that creepy atmosphere. Right. And then it turns to real emotional. Is it's a uh, it's kind of an emotional. Uh, song I heard. By the way, the song is called Four, which is just stylized IV given oh, to, yeah, that it's from Soft Four. Right. I think it's going to be interesting Five, to be nine, one ten. of those be one of those bands that's well known for um, being part of a, a movie specifically. Like, I know a lot of people, I loved a band that is an old country, not called, you know, country bluegrass band named uh, uh, Jillian Welsh. And I love that band to death. And they had one song that was on a movie called The Strangers. There's this record that's skipping. It's playing a song by them called My First Lover. And it, it sounds really creepy with the radio skip. And even by itself, it's a very, these very discordant, dissonant notes and stuff. So it kind of has that air of unease to it. But like a lot of people are like, oh yeah, Jillian Welsh, blah, blah, blah. Like, like started talking about it after that movie because they all heard that song, went and looked it up. And it's just like, it, it's got to be interesting to be a band and get your breakthrough like one of those movies and then people come and listen to your music afterwards. But anyway, I guess Julian Walsh also did music for A Brother Where Art Thou, so that's besides the point. But yeah, anything else? No, I mean, there's nothing really... Uh, oh, uh, there's nothing really that I can say about this about the music being being released. Um, unfortunately, there there was a there was a ton of music that was just being released that I've never even heard of in a day before in my life. So it's kind of the I thought 
Oh, and uh, The Revenant wins Oscar for achievement in cinematography. To be honest, I really wanted The Revenant to win in that because the cinematography in The Revenant was gorgeous. But other than that, when it comes to music, um, yeah, I there's nothing really much I can say about this here. Fair enough. Shudroff, any other thoughts? Okay. Should, I guess not. Shudroff, thoughts? Nope. All right. And Cruz, are you still with us? I think I think he was able to to do his civic duty just before his internet went out on him. Mm-hmm. It's just like most of this is like rock band. I'm guessing like heavy metal music. Uh huh. Because I'm not really like the person gonna wake up. I'm gonna look for some new music. Hello? You're back, but you're cutting up. Yep, you're cutting up. Um. Well, uh, other than that, uh, do you mind if you can uh, go on uh, Gmail and see if there's any letters for us uh, today, Zach? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, give me a second. Uh... All right, let me see. Someone has their their Telegram on really loud. I keep hearing the little telltale doodle-doo of it through the... uh... Oh, that's my my thing. Sorry. Oh, that's all right. Sorry, just turn that down. All right. Um. Right. Right. I was gonna do the Gmail thing. And that is not the right Gmail. This is the problem with having a computer that has like ten different Gmail addresses on it. It's it <laughs> it always redecides what it wants the default to be. So let me see ours. We have. Currently have none that have come in the last week, but to reiterate wow. reiterate the point, um, if you guys have any questions, comments, things you want to hear us discuss or talk about in the next show, uh, feel free to email us at subwooferentertainment at gmail.com. It's right there on the image you're seeing of us being silly and the, the text. And similarly... And I- Huh? Yeah, I I just wanna I just wanna make something clear because we haven't been having any letters lately, and like I don't understand why why people have not been, you know, going on letters because I, I I thought like this would take off, but apparently no one is just you know interested enough to send us letters. They just didn't have thoughts at the time, probably. And uh, there's also Twitter. You can reach us there. We're there, available for a direct message or anything else. Uh, you other- can. You can there. You can also uh, reach us on Twitter. You can reach us on Tumblr. You can reach us uh, on subwooferentertainment at gmail.com. You can send us letters. We can. We'd love to answer questions about things that we don't even know. Um, but yeah, uh, I just want to let you know uh, we will not be having a show on March sixth uh, because we will be taking a holiday, um, a holiday off. Uh, but other than that. Um, uh, do you have anything else to say, uh, Zach? No, not anything. Um, send me the Tumblr information someday so I can upload the little contact information here. So, for- uh, Shutter, we just want to uh, Shutter about that. Uh, email addresses will not reveal the names because the because the email address name is simply uh, Subwoofer Entertainment Treehouse. No, no, no. Unless he means you're for theirs, if they don't have a furry one set up, it, or it could be linked to their real name, that can be an issue. I hadn't, I hadn't even oh. considered that. Okay, well, if you prefer to remain anonymous, just please say that you prefer to remain anonymous in the subject so that we can read it and so that we don't have to give your name. Perfect. 
yeah. So, or just uh, assign it with whatever your handle is if you go by another name and we'll save from that person. Please do. Um, but yeah, uh, is there anything else that you want to say, Zach? Uh, do you want to close this out? I like, I like, sorry, I do like Joe's response. Uh, we will not disclose any personal information, which is true. We won't. We, we have no reason to. If you tell us not to, we won't. But, uh, yeah. no, beyond that, uh, thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, we appreciate you coming by, and like Scarfy said, feel free to send us letters. We like answering questions, and we like learning about new things. We look up what we what we can find and see what's interesting, but you guys are the ones who come out and listen to us, so we'd love to talk about stuff that you find. I'm Zach Gray. Yes, I just want to, yeah, uh, and I just want to let you guys remember uh, that we will be going on on a, we will we'll be taking another week break uh, on March. Uh, we will be back on the 13th. Uh, my name is uh, Scarfy. Do we have a Shudra to say his goodbyes? Yes. I thought okay. he was going to uh, do it. But, like, my name is Suja, and I have a fox. Deal with it. You're not a fox. You're a wolf. Deal with it, Shade. You're not. Needs on your, your character in this. And, Cruz, do we have you to say goodbyes? No, I think Cruz is still out. But thanks, Cruz, for even with crazy internet being able to report on the music for us today because I would have been like a flounder out of water. So thanks again okay. for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Awesome!